Again, at In Your Head Wrestling Radio, I am the internet icon, the pride of the pilgrims, handsome Jackie Jones, the most honest man in all of podcasting, along with my right-hand man, my audio soulmate, and the enforcer of the Headyverse. One-inch biceps, the power goat. Bah! (laughs) So, Jack... Hello. What'd you talk about last week? Talked about you, boy. I heard that you were bad mouthing me because I enjoyed the zombies. And yeah. So, so you were like, I don't want you raining on my parade. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to do this show. And to be honest with you, I think I've just had enough of it. You're going to start liking the zombies now, and you're going to watch Impact. That's Holy that's the shit. kicker. You're gonna watch. You're gonna like the zombies, and you're watching Impact because I watched Impact. Oh, you so, finally did. I know you're in the Dark Order. Watching it, yeah. Perhaps if they had some Dark Order members on mm-hmm. Impact Wrestling, maybe you would watch it. I might. Definitely no zombies though. No zombies. No zombies invading, eating people, eating the Miz, eating uh, Morrison. I can tell you're being stubborn, but you're you're just gonna have to like the zombies. Why why didn't the zombies want to eat the uh, the commentators? I don't know. They just sat there like, yeah, whatever. To be a hundred percent translucent here, transparent. That's yeah. the word. I didn't even watch the zombies. What <laughs> what what happened with the zombies? There was a an, an actual zombie invasion. So I they figured. go backstage and there was a room full of zombies. Uh-huh. And then they follow the Miz out to the to the match versus um I don't know who he fought, the 
not Angel Garza, uh-huh. the guy that was with uh, but Bad Bunny. Oh, uh, uh, Damien Priest. Damien Priest. So there, yeah. the zombies are at the actual lumberjacks for this match. And they're like a bunch of like indie wrestlers acting like zombies. Like, oh, oh. <laughs> and they're like legit, like, you know, undead. And the commentators are even like, we're surrounded by the undead. Really? They must have knew how bad it was because I expected them to like fully recap it on Raw and they didn't. So, well, so Morrison's <laughs> doing parquet and knocking them out. And then eventually they grab them and pull them behind the barricade. And they're like, they, you know, they ate the Morrison, whatever. Then they come in at the end and they legit, they just, they, they get on top of Miz like they're eating him, but they're acting real bad. It's like real, like, it's like if you're acting like a a bunch of your friends, like when you're a kid, did did the zombies even look good? Cause I know Tom Savini, they they didn't even look good. No, no. Like I know Tom Savini has been working with WWE and I would think he would want to present zombies in the I right mean, way. you look, but they like they were, you know, not actors. They look, they were acting like so gay, so mm. bad. And then, like, so they then they um, from so, there they just cut to a video package and then have a match, and then they don't even mention them again. So it's like we just saw two of your guys get eaten by alive by zombies, and then like, oh, next <laughs> match. <laughs> yeah just carry on with the show don't even <laughs> recap it on raw because uh, that's what i that's where i expected to see it but it didn't even happen so i thought that they didn't even say because morrison got hurt in the match apparently his first sexual injury so they didn't say he was gone because he was eaten by zombies that would have been a smart idea they didn't i don't recall miz or morrison being on uh raw the the one that i watched so man well, I, I don't even think I watched the whole show overall, but um, I understand they were paid one million dollars to do this as a tie-in army of the dead. But what's a million dollars to the company that makes billions? So that's what it was for—to promote Army of the Dead. Yeah. E and, and Batista, because the people were playing Batista, and Batista was he like tweeted like, "I'm on an airplane. You think I would book this shit?" <laughs> <laughs> he just clearly he's in that spot where it's like well i got my movies so i don't care i can say whatever i want about wwe yeah yeah and they were like batista can't be here but he's sending his friends so even like if you're going by like you know this is part of the movie like his friends aren't the zombies Mm -hmm. he's fighting the zombies but i mean come on so fucking stupid (laughs) if i understand they 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 paid uh ufc to do a tie-in too but UFC just recorded like a standalone commercial with some of the fighters. That might be tongue in cheek, but it played as a commercial, knowing you know we're not—they're not, they're not uh, actually invading and eating our fighters. You know what I mean? So why couldn't WWE just do that? Just film a little vignette, you know, and just play it between matches and be like, hey, whatever, you know. I thought it had to do something with Alexa Bliss. No, I was like, wasn't even yeah. involved. <laughs> Because I thought that was the only thing that would make sense because yeah. doing the spooky lady with the blood coming out. Wouldn't you think if they were going to, yeah, they they would at least put the zombies with them. Yeah. And that would have been like the obvious choice. Like, I think it's the dumbest thing I ever saw. And people are like, well, what about her with a voodoo doll? And I'm like, I don't watch. I, I, this, I guess that was on Raw. She had a voodoo doll. Yeah, I've seen that. And she was like using it to make fire explode and stuff. Yeah, that was bad. It's bad. Yeah, I didn't see that, thankfully. Ooh. 
The Alexa Bliss stuff is just mind-boggling bad. I'm I don't know why WWE is going down this road with her because she was like a legitimate performer before this. She was somebody who I felt could be a standout in the women's division and be. Uh, she was on her way to to being like a standout. Yeah, I'll I mean, be honest, I'm not a fan. I but mm-hmm. but she was definitely really over with the crowd. I thought she was. Yeah, that's basically what I'm saying. Uh, and then they decide to go this route, and it's like. Is anybody enjoying this? Is anybody like I've seen I I'll be honest, I have seen some people online who do, but I think overall I, I can't imagine people. They are lying. They are enjoying it because it's bad. That's uh-huh. why they are enjoying it. I've seen people say like they love like I love horror movies too, but I mean it's this uh-huh. is, it's bad. It's dumb. It doesn't it's- fit the show. There's not many horror elements that I think would even work in a professional wrestling ring. Well, maybe like a serial killer or something. I mean, it's like totally a different type of product. And it's like, right. I make- like horror movies, but you know, that didn't want them popping up in like, uh, in Caddyshack or something. I guess The Undertaker's the best way that they've done things is just have him be yeah, the and dead man and not go too much into yeah. it. Just have a little, you know, a buried alive match here or or a casket match or something. He can shoot light bolts. Even though everybody says, why can't he shoot lightning bolts and not just do it while somebody's in the ring? But I mean, on paper, really, it should be awful, the Undertaker stuff. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. an anomaly. It's It worked for whatever reason. I mean, even Jim Cornette likes it, and he hates that kind of stuff. Yeah, just that for, is strange. It, it's just, it's, it's its own thing. For some reason, it works. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But you can't, it's, maybe you could do it with someone, but I, I don't foresee it. But uh, this other stuff definitely not working. Dang. And it's also a different era. Yeah, like when they were started the Undertaker stuff, it was the cartoony era. Mm-hmm. Now, I yeah. mean, for the most part, stuff's like you know is portrayed as more realistic, I guess. And like in a way, I kind of feel bad for Savini because I think like he's he's throwing out all these ideas and trying to get like Alexa Bliss over, but I just he doesn't have the wrestling mentality and he doesn't he doesn't know that this stuff is just bad for wrestling. You know, I wonder how much how much input input do you think he actually has besides just making the stuff? Because he was in a car accident recently, so really, so yeah. he's in bad shape. Yeah. Well, maybe it's not his input, but I would think like like the imagery of Alexa Bliss with the bloody tiara thing that was squirting out blood. I thought that was fairly creative, but I don't think I I just don't think it works in the wrestling world. But I did think that was a creative thing to do, and I didn't see Vince McMahon coming up with that idea, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, I don't know. Hopefully he is. Uh-oh. Are you, are you praising to the Dark Order right now? I also have this new shirt. It's pretty sweet. Ooh, Pillman. Yeah. The loose Cannon. The Loose Cannon, yeah. His son was getting a push on AEW. They had him in the main event. It was so, this is so funny. So I was doing some graphics and stuff. So I, I, I'll load up a bunch of clips on YouTube and, and let, you know, put them in like a playlist. Let yeah. play. And um, so I'm listening to stuff and uh, whatever. I don't know. You know, I put them, I don't put them in any particular order, just whatever I find and load it up. And so one that came, these two played back to back and I didn't play it this way. So, Lance Storm is talking about this match. 
And I totally agreed with him. He was saying how um, he's like, I DM'd after the match, I DM'd um, Pillman Jr. And I was like, mm-hmm. you should, how much, how much did you thank the Young Bucks for this match? Because they really made you look great. Yeah. And uh, he was saying how um, he heard Meltzer, this Lane Storm saying, I heard Meltzer talk about this, but he didn't really get the match because you said they put over Garrison more. And he's like, no, even though um, Pillman took the fall, he was the guy they were really showcasing because even mm-hmm. in the loss, they made it seem like uh, he was he gave it his all. Um, and I totally agree. You know, even in the loss, he came off. It elevated him because he's kind of a low end guy. Yeah. And uh, he just went on about, you know, how good the, the Young Bucks are's heels and how much they put over the guys at wrestling. And then immediately after that, the Cornette uh, came up of the same match. And oh, he wow. was the antithesis of this, saying that they should fire the Young Bucks, they should fire everyone involved, and how the Young Bucks totally buried Pillman and on purpose, and he never saw a worse finish <laughs> in his life. And I was just like, this is really funny. <laughs> Well, so the, the people who created the company, they should fire them. They, like, should, they, should, they should fire the, the owners of the, well, the presidents of the company. <laughs> just, that, just you're gone. Yeah. That that right there, interest. what I've always found funny about the idea of like, oh, this company would be better, you know, if they get rid of the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega and stuff. That's mm-hmm. not only besides the fact that they are the presidents, your vice presidents of the company, the company be- was even a thought because these guys had s- such a fan base Yeah, in Japan yeah. and in America when they, when they did, mm-hmm. you know, uh, the show and MSG and stuff. So that idea is just so silly. It's like we, they should get rid of the people that is the whole reason mm-hmm. that there was even uh, a, a thought of like an, this promotion could take off because we could, try to piggyback off of these guys that have gotten over on the indie scene. Yeah. So if you get rid of them, you get rid of the guys that, that actually that have the fan base mm-hmm. to begin with. Now you yeah. want to grow that fan base. I get all that, but you don't want to destroy your core fan base. No, no. But then have no one who likes it. Most definitely. Uh, and I think they are doing a good job to a degree. I think they're starting to uh, grow their fan base with like Darby Allen, I think uh, he's definitely become a, a character that a lot of people have got behind. Um, how did you feel about Darby Allen dropping the TNT belt? Two things there. Um, I think it was too soon. I wouldn't have had him drop the belt yet. Yeah. I think you could have had it go for a while. But at the same time, if you were going to do it, I think that's a great guy to do it too. I just think they should have uh, postponed it for a while. Yeah. But I do think uh, Miro, I've been saying for weeks that he's growing on me. And I think right now, He's he's great. He's one of the best all-around guys in the company. This is mm-hmm. the Miro that I foresaw that I was happy about hearing coming. Yeah, yeah I, I agree with you there. I think he is coming into his own in AEW. And uh, I, I, I didn't think, like, why they had that match, like Darby dropping it so soon. It does seem soon to me. Yeah. I didn't think that Miro should go in there and lose, though. No, they booked themselves – uh, into that position yeah you know, i just wouldn't have done this match yet it i mean it does add to the show that it's it's yeah. you know you, you don't know you don't know what's going to happen right. you know because you really don't think miro should be losing and you really don't think darby should be losing so you got to watch just to see what happens so that on that on that point it was smart right That's true. um 
Do you think it hurts Darby though in the long run? I don't no, know. I don't think so. I, I think it's hard to hurt Darby with a loss because he is a smaller guy. Mm-hmm. And then when he gets beat by a guy that they've really positioned now as this destroyer, I don't think it really hurts him. Yeah. But I do think um doesn't necessarily hurt him, but it does hurt the momentum of the character. I think you should have yeah. kept the title on him for a little while uh, mm-hmm. longer because to me, he was really coming off like an, a legit star of the uh, on the company. Well, it was an unexpected change, and the last TNT title change was an unexpected change. I did not expect Cody to drop it to Darby, so maybe they're just trying to keep it like an unpredictable title. So, yeah, yeah, that works. I, yeah. I like that. I mean, because like like you said, I don't know. Uh, you know, I wouldn't have expected Darby to lose it so so fast. So, yeah, mm-hmm. that works. Miro's promo on uh, Dynamite this week. He, he cut on. Um, on a Lance Archer, uh, yeah. the Murder Hawk, him and Jake Roberts. I thought that was very good. Uh, I really, I really liked that promo. I mean, why, why WWE didn't want to tap into some of this? Because I think he delivered a lot of his lines uh, very effectively. And why WWE just didn't? I don't know that. This guy. To me, he was a guy that they totally missed the boat on many times because mm-hmm. there was times he was legit over. Uh, I think he was. There's times he might have been the most over guy in the company. Yeah, when he was doing the the uh, Happy Rusev Day stuff. I think that was the to me that was like the most over act. That whole that whole group, him, um, the guy that was singing for him and Lana, and then it, it to me honestly, it, I I no one's gonna convince me otherwise. I think they didn't want him to get over because the stuff they did, I think, was designed mm-hmm. to get him to 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 destroy him with the, with the crowd. Cause you had this over thing instead of run with it. Like they split them all up. Yeah. And not, none of no one in that. And no, not one person of those, of those uh, three were more over after they split them up. The one guy became, was totally out of wrestling and became mm-hmm. a, a commentator. Then they fired him. Yeah, Ron has no, never gone. been over without him. Uh, and, uh, and then, you know, he became a, a, a cock and just a, a, a joke mm. and then finally left the company here. Vince Ruto in the chat room says Cornette's co-host likes Miro now. Oh, so I think that adds some, I think even legitimacy to the show. I think even Cornette put him over. Really? Okay. Yeah. So Cornette was big on uh, Miro as well. Yeah, he's he, I think he says it's too late, which no i i don't i it's really I mean, hard to say it's too i mean he's only what was he there for like a few months i mean yeah when you showcase the believability that he is giving in his promo when he's delivering these lines the fans are going to be attracted to that yeah. no matter what i think looking back i think the progression actually worked where he came in as it, it it's it, i never really saw a character like that he's kind of this goofy guy and then he's this became this crazy guy uh, which he probably always was, but this came. I don't know. It works. It works. Yeah. Yeah. Could you have just gone right to this character? Yeah, definitely. But, uh, but it still worked for me. Mm-hmm. Good. Most definitely. So glad they're going this route with Miro. Um, I think he could be a huge superstar yeah. for him. He was a guy mm-hmm. in WWE. Uh, I really think has had everything cause he's really good in the ring. He looks like a badass. Um, I think he's great uh, on the mic and his broken English actually works for him. Mm-hmm. And I think he's a guy who can do both comedy and serious stuff. 
and he can do co- sometimes they do too much comedy when first went to aw but he does comedy away which i don't think takes away from his believability as a badass guy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. you can do comedy and wrestling you know it doesn't have to be all like super silly yeah, I mean, basically, I mean, The Rock, he was pretty right. comedic in a lot of his bits, but whenever it came to doing something serious, he would turn it on, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Even Austin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Austin, he would do some comedic bits, too, mm-hmm. especially after the injury, whenever he got hurt by Owen. So, yeah. but uh, uh, one comment that I saw on the, uh, on the Twitter, on the intranets, on the Facebooks, wherever it was, was uh, Brett Baker made a comment against, uh, against Christian Cage that if he gets a action figure before she does, she's just done with the company. Uh-huh. And I don't know, does those comments not get people in hot water anymore where it's like, you're right. I don't think it would be you. Huh? I don't think so. I don't think in AEW because they do a lot of uh, ribbing on the square kind of stuff where they, where they'll say stuff in promos that it's based on like some reality. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't think it would get anyone in trouble there. Yeah, I mean, as much as I'm, I'm not like too big on uh, Christian being in AEW. I, I did think that was a little. Maybe she's just being a heel. Yeah, um, I liked that. I thought it was funny and. Um, but I did think it's like, but no, honestly, it's a guy you years. should, you should put uh, stuff out for, because yeah. mm-hmm. if you are going to sign him, you should put like merchandise out. Yeah. He has a name. And, and people speaking of merchandise, Jack, I think I have the perfect merchandise, uh, that I'm, I'm, I'm wanting to bring to the market. And that is the big blue dot that you can place over your screen. Anytime that Christian cage is, is on the screen television oh see if if you're looking at christian cage and you're thinking my god this guy's just got an annoying face i mean you're going to have this perfect dot it's going to be kind of like the acme hole that you can just slap on your television screen Mm -hmm. and you don't have to see christian's face i like it yeah it could be like uh kind of the rubbery thing Mm -hmm. like when you're a kid used to have this i I can tell you're liking it because you're you're like salivating through your mask with once i start telling that idea look at that that's really creepy. <laughs> None of the dark order need to do that. No, no, stay away. I, I, I'm really wanting to run away from my screen. At the end. That, 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 that is creeping me out. I was trying to open the hole a little bit more, so it, so it's more uh, uh, friendly for your drinking coffee. Oh, yeah. I don't know how you're going to accomplish that. Yeah, you're going to have it cut dripping down your chin and everything else. <laughs> But yeah, overall, uh, I thought this uh, last uh, two weeks, I think I, uh, I mean, I always like to show anyway to, you know, usually, but the last two weeks, I thought it's been uh, really good stuff. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. I'm really liking Kenny Omega and, uh, not Kenny, well, I like him too, but I really like Moxley and um, this is Eddie Kingston as a team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm looking, the pay-per-view is really loaded. Yeah. A lot of stuff I, I'm looking forward to. Almost definitely. One thing you got to watch out for, though, this week is that they're on Friday and not right. on Wednesday. So you, right. if you want to watch Dynamite, you got to you got to make sure to get ready at 10 o'clock p.m. on Friday, not not uh, right. Wednesday, the normal day. Yeah, I forgot about that. So uh, there yeah. is a, there's an actual there's a uh, live without your head tomorrow night. So it's at seven. I actually made it at seven so I could watch Dynamite. But if it goes it's, late, it's not going to yeah out there, tomorrow night 7 p.m barry bostwick of uh rocky horror picture show 
Yeah. Oh, excellent. He was very funny whenever we uh, went to the uh, showing of yeah Rocky Horror Film whenever we were in the uh, convention. So mm-hmm. that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Lexington, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Nice town. It was like nice. It. Like it. So if I go back and don't drink anymore, you're going to, what are you, you going to come down, hang out in the, in the hot tub? Well, I mean, it does. I mean, I was there when you're drinking, but yeah, but now I won't be drinking. So then we can, mm-hmm. you, you have more in common with me. That's true. That's true. No bourbon trail. Mm-mm. Is Jason going to come out? He, he, see, he did. You, I don't know if you know this. This is a true. This is true. I'm not joking. He didn't drink until he started listening to the show. Then uh-huh. he heard me drinking on the show. So he started to drink mm. and now he actually quit drinking too. So he stopped drinking because you stopped drinking. I don't know if he stopped drinking because I, I stopped drinking or not, but he started drinking because he heard the show and I was drinking on the show. Mm-hmm. He probably stopped too because you know because of me. I, I think I'm. I'm, I'm pretty sure if you wanted to pull like a Nick Gage and and rob a bank or something, he would be your accomplice. That'd be good if you yeah. asked him to. Yeah, that'd be good. I have to say, I thought this this was not a great episode of the of uh, Dark Side of the Ring with Nick Gage. Uh, I I wasn't too entertained by. I mean. I, I didn't know him, but I gave him a shot because sometimes if you don't yeah. know something in a documentary, it can even be better because you learn something. But I didn't think it, I think I don't just don't think it was interesting. No, the most interesting part I found was the David Arquette stuff that he stabbed. Yeah, and I knew about there. it from the David Arquette uh, documentary. <laughs> okay, and I haven't watched the documentary, but my my thing was uh, he just stabbed the man in the neck with a freaking uh, light tube, you know, mm-hmm. and so. He gets upset and he hits him with like, like, wouldn't you be like, okay, I understand. I deserve that. You yeah, know, I, you literally stabbed the man in the jugular and he's bleeding to death. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, you're all right. Uh, and I was like, but then he's like, he takes him down and he's like, you just stay there. And it's like, you can't understand why he would be upset with you that you just stabbed him in the neck with a uh, freaking light tube. I mean, the guy is an actor and. You yeah, and supposedly he said, like, happened. you can do whatever you want, just don't cut me, which I understand because he can't go back to making movies if his face is all cut up. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, I just didn't understand why he didn't accept that, like, okay, I guess I should have just take that chair shot. I mean, I, I understand why he would be mad, but then again, he is a man who makes his living throwing himself through light tubes and and so yeah but stabbing a dude i don't know i i got people pissed at me because i didn't I, I didn't even say anything bad about him to begin with i just i didn't like the episode but then people yeah. started telling me that they were like the they they literally believe like what moxley said how uh vince mcmahon would kill to have a wrestler like that connects like nick gage and i'm thinking i like moxley but come on man and then like yeah. So I said in like this episode and people are getting legit pissed at me on my Facebook. Like I thought they were going to come and stab me in the neck or something. Really? Cause they were like this guy, they were, I'm not even joking. They're saying like, he's like the most over guy in wrestling. And uh, maybe there's like, something more missing our power, like beyond like anyone. And I'm like, what? He just came off like a no. complete nobody to me. He had no I, personality, yeah. no charisma. And regardless of what I think of him as a wrestler, I'll be honest. Um, I, I don't want to say anything about him. Madman Pondo is not a good wrestler, but he has charisma. Mm-hmm. He has personality. Yeah. 
Uh, Sandman really isn't a good wrestler. He's better, you know, than Nick Gage. But charisma oh, yeah. through the roof. Oh, yeah. Sandman. I mean, that's basically New why Jack. Sandman's anything is because he has a ton of freaking yeah. charisma. New Jack, same way. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. There's, uh, sure. there's guys that uh, from the, this kind of wrestling that I, you know, have yeah. charisma personal. This guy, as far as I've seen, I'm not, I can't uh-huh. say I've seen a lot of them, but from what I've seen, yeah. nil and void. I agree with that. Maybe there's something we're missing here because we don't, we're, we're not CZW fans. I mean, we don't watch it a whole lot. We're, we don't have anything against it, but I haven't seen a whole lot of the guy's stuff. And from this documentary, he didn't strike me as anybody who was very charismatic or somebody that I was drawn to. Oh. I see that with Moxley. Oh, yeah. You watch a John Moxley uh, promo, you're, you're instantly drawn in. Yeah, I was in it. That's why we had him on the show a couple, you know, uh, before he became um, Dean Ambrose. Mm -hmm. So I saw him on um, a show, a local show, um, Dragon Gate was here. And I was like, this guy's like a star. This guy's awesome. Yeah. uh, You know, went, you know, went on to become, you know, a big star. And there's been other people like that um, that, you know, you you see something in and we get them on the show, whatever, especially back in the day when we had more guests. But mm-hmm. I just don't see it in uh, in Nick Gage. I remember somebody wrote that question when we had Moxley on, and uh, they sent it in. I wasn't even aware of the guy and him going to jail and all that. So yeah. that that question was in that interview that I remember asking it. And so before I watch this episode, you know, Moxley was with Nick Gage, like fighting on, on the Indies, like the week before that this played, and I and I wasn't against the idea. Cause I hadn't seen him yet. I was like, well, this could be interesting bringing this guy in and doing like a short feud with, but I, I, I don't really have any interest in that now. Mm-hmm. I don't think he'd be, a, I mean, maybe if you want to capitalize off this show, if you think there's enough people interested, but uh, from what I've seen, I wouldn't do it. I mean, there are a lot of viewers for dark side of the ring. So I think it could, it might be beneficial for AEW to bring him in and maybe have a match here and there. I mean, he could be, Maybe somebody lower on the card, and we could be 100% wrong, and he could be a, a huge superstar with him. Right. I mean, I kind of doubt it, but yeah, yeah, I don't want to really trash a guy because I don't know a lot about him. I just, I, I don't, I just yeah, don't even from the documentary, I mean, all you really get is like stuff about his wrestling career. I mean, yeah. that he went to jail. That, and, that's and why I didn't like the episode because you didn't learn anything really yeah. about him as a person. I think you could have actually gone more into what what this underground hardcore wrestling world is like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um what attracts the fans to it what attracts the wrestlers to it yeah um you there they i honestly think the people who made the episode really missed the ball and it just wasn't a great episode and i really yeah. love the series so yeah. i don't want to even trash the whole show or nothing i just didn't think it was a particularly good episode it basically just highlighted the crazy things that this man has done you yeah know? even like they have him uh you know he's in this in the finals of this tournament against thumbtack jack and they say it like everyone watching the show would know who thumbtack jack is i've never heard of this guy no you could have showed, you know, uh, 30 seconds of, you know, who this dude is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What in a hurt? What in a hurt? Now, the, 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 the what, what was it? Chaos in Korea or? Collision in Korea. Collision in Korea. Now, that episode was pretty compelling. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. It was weird because I, 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 this was, I actually heard Cornette's review of it before I watched the episode because, like I said, I just put stuff on and listen. 
And uh, he really didn't like it. So it's like, oh, that's too bad. It'll be two in a row. It wasn't too big on. But I, I thought it was a great episode. I thought it was really entertaining. Not necessarily mm-hmm. so much darkness to it. Like, you know, no yeah. one died or well, nothing. But uh, I think I think to a cold Scorpio was plotting to kill a man. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, that was pretty i thought i i thought too cold came off awesome on the show mm-hmm. uh cornette was cornette like fuck too cold he's like yeah he, i hear that he was really was, upset like, he with... beat up uh hawk and was like mm-hmm. he, i don't know maybe he did yeah like, i mean i find him to be a, a an honest guy so I mean, you really don't know how tough somebody is until they're in that situation and, and they have to, you know, take care of themselves. And so, I mean, Too Cold Scorpio doesn't look like a guy that I would just want to mess with. So, and yeah. after hearing that, I don't think I would want to. But He doesn't have a – and oh, look, I love Road Warrior Hawk, but he is was known as kind of a bully at times. Mm-hmm. So when you have that attitude and you're actually picking fights with people, then people, you know, that's how you – you know, then – they, yeah. people know he's a fighter but it too cold isn't picking fights with people maybe people didn't know oh. he could he could defend himself although i will say that the, 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 what the fight started over didn't seem to make any sense to me <laughs> like uh-huh. he was looking for flair too cold scorpio <laughs> was mad at flair so yeah. he just said fuck flair uh-huh. and then hawk was like you know, like, wh- why was he being an asshole to Hulk just because he was worried about his friend? I just, I think he just said to forget that bitch or something, and then, like, yeah, it just seemed it seemed pretty. Sad. I, I find it entertaining, but uh, yeah. <laughs> and and my my other feelings towards this is like, all right, you're in this crazy country where you're you're worried for your life, and the, they've taken your passports away. Why are you plotting to murder or even <laughs> fighting somebody or or, or He's making shivs out of out of uh, out of uh, chopsticks. Yeah. It's like it's like I don't think anybody was with it, you know. And and Norton's saying, "Oh, this country sucks on the phone," which I think he said that during our interview. He did, when we yeah. had him on the show, and uh, then they, you know, cut his line off, and then they questioned him. It's like none of these wrestlers are getting it except for one man, the one man that is normally totally unprofessional whenever it comes to a trip like this and that is rick flair <laughs> rick flair was the one who got it i don't fuck around when i'm in this other country that i'm scared for my life because when he got back to japan he got down on his hands and knees and kissed the ground that he was on uh-huh. so it's like why don't the other ones get it you know rick flair he for the one trip where he is not the the crazy himself and yeah exactly he's not showing himself yeah. he's not tapping well, somebody on the head with his one other guy who actually talked too cold out of trying to kill him and that was Chris Benoit <laughs> the quest <laughs> Chris Benoit he's like you don't want to you the voice of the rest of your life if you kill him in, in this yeah country. I guess Meltzer uh, tweeted out that he should have took his own advice <laughs> yeah well I mean and I I don't think Meltzer even meant it to be funny but. Well, he didn't kill somebody in Korea. But, That's true. He but still, the rest of eternity in Korea. Yeah. So I mean, uh, <laughs> so that was that was the one thing that stuck out to me. Like the only person who is minding their their own business is Ric Flair. How sad is that? Yeah. And I love the idea that the the crowd was forced there, and they they don't they don't even know what the hell's going on. They just sit there, complete silence. Uh, and well, I like wonder about this. This is what I'm wondering about. 
because they did cheer for for uh, Enoki whenever he was facing Flair. Yep. Did did they know? Did they not want to cheer for any of the Americans? That could did, be. That could be. But but I, think I don't that think might have been the case. Normally they don't want to cheer for Japanese either. Uh huh. But I think because Enoki was associated with Baba, who was Korean. Well, no, it was uh, Ricky Dozan who was Korean. Ricky Dozan, excuse me. Yeah, you're right. Uh, it, it, I Did think that's have, why they were cheering there was for any Koreans for, wrestling on the show. I remember the show. I don't think there was any actual Koreans. Did Did Muhammad Ali come out during the show? Did they cheer for him? I don't remember. I probably have it on VHS tape because I oh, used to really? record all the uh, pay-per-views. That's, it's probably a rare tape now because they're yeah. they don't have it on the network from what I heard. Oh, it's I mean, not. I, I think they said it wasn't on the network. So, so yeah, you might want to transfer that over to a DVD or something. Yeah. I remember it was a weird yeah. spectacle and stuff. It was cool uh-huh. to watch, but I remember yeah, the crowd didn't do anything. Just totally did. The commentaries, the con- you can even hear a little bit. They were so like bland. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Mike Tanay was like, "Oh, it's the first time we're hearing something from the crowd." How bad of a trip was that for Hawk then? I mean, like he he, he uh, nearly got killed and he's he's that stuck in his room and he's yeah. out of cigarettes. He's up there cursing at the crowd. Why won't you all do anything? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like <laughs> I kind of feel bad for Hawk because oh, yeah. he was just looking out for his friend and then I mean, he did use a pretty bad expletive against uh Too Cold. But yeah, that's another thing like how you can't really blame Too Cold for punching him. Yeah, that too. Yeah, and, and he was going to get his eyeballs gouged out, and and apparently he was he was he was missing some of his his meds at he, or he was on a real powerful steroid or something. Weird thing that was a little strange to me because they said like he couldn't have any of his 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 steroid stuff, but yet he was on this other drug. Like, uh-huh. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't want to say anything, but is was it just an excuse because Stone Cold because uh Too Cold beat him up? They have to be like, oh, he was on this other stuff. That's what Norton was saying. I think Norton even said the same on our show when we had him on. And uh, but I know they're really buddies, so I I understand you want to make excuse for buddy. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm just saying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but. (sighs) But And then they had they had him pay tribute to their episode. Much like it was a very good episode. the, The 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 collision in Korea and. The, the, just that they're having Eric Bischoff walk up with the the big bouquet of flowers, and they had Flair doing it and everything. And like, if you watch that interview with Flair where he's like talking of it, and then it's just like you could tell he was just so like, I'm minding my business on this trip. <laughs> I am not getting out of line at all. He seemed so professional. I was like, where where is that flair? There was like a different type of flair kind of in the 90s it seemed like. Like he seemed really professional at one point and then he just kind of lost it. So oh, we just didn't know too much about it. Maybe, yeah. Mm. Or maybe when Hogan got there he wanted to act a little more professional, I don't know. <laughs> and I like the guy, the guys was like, "Look at Flair, he's freaking out on this old ass plane." And it's like he's been in two freaking crashes. Right. Who can blame him? Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Died, yeah. They got him on this rickety old plane. It's like, yeah, I, I would kind of feel for the guy. I feel um, bad for him. <laughs> it was like the plane when I flew into into Huntington. Mhm. Mhm. 
rickety old plane it was falling out of i'm the not ceiling. even joking that was it was it was it had, i thought the wing was put it was like held together with band-aids uh-huh, uh-huh. could could very well have been and I, I would bet money that the that the pilot was drunk the way he acted when we got off the plane <laughs> he probably looked at the plane and said i'm going to need a few before i do this one <laughs> Uh, when I flew a little plane um, from New York to uh, Boston, it was pretty old. And I've I've heard that a lot of the planes that are still in service nowadays were like put together like in the fifties. So yeah, it's like... probably especially those little ones. That mm. was a weird flight. There was literally the one from New York to Boston. It was literally it was actually New York to one. It wasn't to Boston. It was to uh, Green Airport in Rhode Island. And it was uh, so it's only like a forty minute flight. And it was uh, me, Troy, and two other people that were together. On this whole plane, it was a small Jeez. plane, but still, it's very weird. And then the uh, stewardesses came and sat with us. And doesn't it make you wonder that they can't, uh, you can't have a car for that long, you know, without like some major malfunction? But like right, they can still get parts for a plane like that that's made from the fifties. I've been on planes that, well, you know, you can't use them, but they still actually have the ashtray, you know, oh, on really? the arm. And I'm like, really? how the hell old is this? Like, it's pretty old. Old. Yeah. all right should we let these callers in uh before you do that i just want to say just one thing that i am getting pretty geared up for on impact they got moose facing off with kenny omega and i it, that seems like a pretty good feud but they are including Sami Zayn in it and i think they're going to make it a three-way and i'm not Sami Zayn versus moose no not Sami Zayn. sammy callahan I'm, oh. I'm sorry my mistake yeah Sammy Zane's in a completely different company. Uh, Sammy Callahan. And uh, I just think it would be a better match if it was just Moose, Kenny you Omega. a lot in all of wrestling. Like, yeah. there, was, there was another one, too, who is, oh, it's Kofi Kingston I saw is gonna, was going to, was doing something against, um, he, like, he beat uh, Lashley in a non-title match. And that actually had me interested. Like, oh, I'd like to see Kofi versus Lashley, something we haven't seen. But then I saw at the pay-per-view, it's a three-way. It's Lashley, Kofi, and and uh yeah. and Drew McIntyre. And it's like, we how many times are we gonna see Drew McIntyre? And uh <laughs> I don't even watch your yeah, show, really. and I've seen this match like uh, like 20 times. And yeah, why, why not just do Lashley and Kofi? And it's like you can't push somebody like this, you know, it's not gonna work in the long run. Just he He's constantly it's involved really with the title, but he keeps losing, and it's just like yeah, and, and he's the he's a baby face, and he loses. You know, mm. technically he's at an advantage because it's two baby faces versus one heel, and he's still losing. Like it doesn't, yeah. it makes him weaker, not stronger. Yeah, definitely. He should be fighting to get another title shot, not just constant title shots. Mm-hmm. That work his way bad. back up to a title shot, and then you find then you can do the match. Mm-hmm. Not just you know, nonstop. He's always fighting him. Most all right, we'll bring these guys in. So that's cool. Uh, so you've been liking the impact? Oh, uh, yeah. What, what little bit I watched the, uh, I think it was Under Siege special event. And then I watched. Uh, oh, really? With Steven impact. Seagal? Okay. No, and there was no Steven Seagal, which would have been nice if there was a Steven Seagal. But yeah. Petey Williams is there. Really? And guess who's running a casino, Jack? Um, you don't know? Hmm. No guesses? I have one, but it would be. But I think it'd be better maybe if you just say him. It's Johnny Swinger. Johnny Swinger. <laughs> he is running a casino behind the scenes, and uh, yeah, they had some funny bits with uh, 
like uh I think Saban was saying like he had to team up with Petey Williams and like Petey comes in and he's like, was it really that bad? And it, no, it wasn't Saban. It was PJ. Uh, oh, say, P- is this like a time PJ warp? Perkins. Like Chris Saban and Petey Williams? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was it was a uh, TJ Perkins or uh, he was kind of bitching about having to tag with Petey and Petey comes in. And he's like, was it really that bad? And then it's booking into another match. I just found that part pretty funny. Yeah. I like Petey Williams. He didn't shit himself. or Yeah, I like that he's actually being a serious character. Yeah. And I would like to see the man get, like, a, a push of some sort. Yeah, I always liked him. Did it just, just seemed like that was a guy that was always kind of there. But it was like, yeah, never really. He's still uh, doing the Canadian Destroyer? Mm-hmm. I mean, that alone, he should be, like, a huge thing in wrestling. I mean, because everybody's stealing that anymore. I know. Yep, one of the most uh, stolen moves in wrestling. I think I think you know a guy gets a lot of shit as Goldberg, and he has the most copied move in in wrestling in, the- in modern wrestling. That is true, because he was the originator of the spear. Yeah, that's like, and everybody steals it. Yeah, like I know a lot of people give Edge credit for it, but it was Goldberg. Yeah, he did it. Be fucked, Edge. That's that, I gotta say, I, I I was actually an Edge fan, and I was happy he had the comeback, but. Ever since the one, the first initial seen him as a comeback, I don't watch a show every week, but anytime I see it, see him, I think it's just, I, I care less and less about him. I'm, I'm very annoyed with Edge. I just, I don't know. He just seems out of place and it just seems like. It's almost like. Um, uh, it's weird. Usually when you bring back such a big star like that, it's almost like it can't lose, you mm-hmm. know, at least like for a couple matches, but it seems like you, you already don't care about him. <laughs> <laughs> it's strange it is because yeah. you would think why am i not caring but yeah just edge is just eh. i'm not caring sorry um it's not doing anything edge i don't know maybe he's just lost it I don't, he doesn't have it anymore i don't know you know, you know since uh aw you know they, they use uh music you know licensed music what if mm-hmm. they had the Neil Young song "Old Man Take a Look at My Life" for Edge when he came out? Would that Old man, be? take a look at my life. I was a lot like you were. I think that'd be a good vignette for Edge. He's just there, looking sad and old. He does look very old. Yeah. Old. Steven's going to take physical some... shape. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Excellent physical shape. Mm-hmm. Kind of looks cool, like old, gritty and stuff. But he does look old, sad. <laughs> Not like Steven. He doesn't age. I don't think Steven's aged since high school. Yes. We we got to butter him up because we were giving one of his uh, Canadians a, uh, a bad mouth. Maybe a Canadian destroyer. Oh, Have yes. You? I could take a Canadian destroyer. The okay. Steven destroyer. No, sell it. Yeah. <laughs> I did that so well. Let's just name it the Stevie destroyer. So what was going on in wrestling for Steven? Oh, um, well, um, last night, Monday, last night's Monday Night Raw was so exciting, I fell asleep. Oh, really? <laughs> Gave it the old in-your-head treatment. <laughs> <laughs> He's just like, oh, this is so thrilling. Uh, actually, <laughs> I'm not sure if... Um, if Kofi and Drew have faced each other before, but they were trying to have a number one contenders match for who's going to face Bobby Lashley next. Mm 
yeah. and uh, it ended in a no contest. So, so it was a three way scrap, scrap iron. Well, scrap iron made a rematch for next week. So mm-hmm. we're gonna get the match again. But no I really contest Kofi calling it now. It. You know, I really think Kofi should win it because, like, mm. yeah, exactly like you. It's like, look, we've seen Drew versus Bobby. Let's see Kofi versus Lashley one on one. Something different. Yeah, it'd be different. So, um, former champion. And he's mm-hmm. former WWE champion too. Yeah. You have all these shows. Do something different once in a while. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. They're not really pay-per-views anymore, so you know you can't really be worried. Like, will Kofi draw or whatever? It's you know, it's just on the Peacock. Do it up. Give me something different. Mm-hmm. Non-stop Drew McIntyre matches. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Both these were in my I got out of my pro wrestling uh, crate today. I was very happy getting this mm-hmm. shirt in this mask. And it came with uh, an, an autograph 8x10 of a former tag partner of Drew McIntyre. The one-man band, he Slater? Yes. Oh, oh how'd I guess WWE. that? Yeah. I actually was happy about that. So I was, oh, that was pretty cool. Good job. But I was happy. I like Heath Slater. Mm-hmm. All right. So, hey. yes. Hold on. I want to acknowledge Vic's presence. How are you doing tonight? And acknowledge Vic. He's mm-hmm. the. Uh, I don't want to give him the Brad. Uh, 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 what the hell is that guy's name? Brad Thacker. I don't want to give him that treatment. <laughs> Man, that's a that's a name that's a name out of the past. Well, once you're on my list, you never leave. I think he just got married. Did he? Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? I say congratulations, Brad Thacker. Who cares? I'm gonna tell him to zoom in. How's that? How's that? How's that career of his going? I don't think he. I don't think he. Uh huh. Yeah, that's probably the right move to go. What? <laughs> go 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 do something else because <laughs> not so much it ain't work. Vic, I know you're a huge Ultimate Warrior fan. Did you watch the A and E documentary on the Ultimate Warrior? No, I missed that one. Oh, okay. I, I, I watched the Dark Side of the Ring. Okay, okay, okay. On the on the death match thing, but I, I missed the A. I missed the A one. Did you miss the the collision in Korea one? I hadn't had a chance to watch it yet. Oh, it's that's a good a, one. You'll enjoy that one. It's been a busy. It's been a busy week here, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. I understand. I heard, I heard it was real good. I wanted to watch it because Songman had made a post oh, yeah. about it. it was yeah, really that sounds really good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's such a sweet mask. I love that. It is. It is a sweet mask. Is which one is it of the Dark Order? Is or it is a Dark Order mask, right? Is it Evil Uno, maybe, or is it Ten? Not sure. I'd have to look it up. No, it's not Evil Uno because he has the big smile. I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I think it's just Dark Order mask. Just dark order in general. It's a really nice mask. It's nice material. It's nicer mm-hmm. than uh, other ones I've had. They're really cheap. Now, I think I should pass on some knowledge from Dwayne Johnson Sr. He said on a documentary, if you're having trouble breathing in the mask, you got to dip it in cold water. Oh, really? Yeah. This one's said. a pretty big mouth hole, see? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. 
Watch out. Look at that, Lexar. Isn't that creepy? Don't, don't you want to run from the screen right now? That is creepy. Look, ah, geez. Uh, Lexar's, Lexar was disgusted and then he's like amused. He's got like a smile on his face. I like, oh man, Lexar's got a nice haircut. Yeah, he does. He does. Not all, he doesn't have the, uh, the uh, bed head. Mm-hmm. Looking good. I approve. Looking sharp. You liked the tongue action, didn't you? No, it's kind of freaky. It's kind of like Excalibur being a porn star. What? Excalibur. Excalibur's a porn star? Oh, you said I look like if Excalibur was a porn star. I see. I, see. I have I to admit something. Tongue. Every time that I hear the name Excalibur, this is probably not going to mean much to anybody, but there was a game called Time Killers, and this one guy, that's all he would yell is just, he'd just be like, Excalibur, and then he'd cut somebody's arm off. It was a, it was a fighting game back in the day, but Man. I just wanted to share that with everybody. Anytime I hear the name Excalibur, that's what pops into my head. I like the old movie Excalibur. Yeah, yeah. Was Sean Connery in? He was, no, he was on Camelot. Um, yeah. It wasn't Excalibur. I remember watching. Is any um, who was the guy who played Merlin? He's another. He I think he was the might have been the villain in Superman two. Oh, okay, that would make sense. Karen Stamp. Yeah, is it him? Is I don't it? know who it is. I'm gonna look it up now. It's a good movie though. I tried to get uh, guests from it, but I couldn't nail anybody down. Bastards. When they would show um when they show it on TV back in the day, they would um for the sex scene, he would he'd have he'd be banging the uh the woman with the uh he'd be in total suit of armor, but in the regular cut he was naked. <laughs> I always thought it was weird. Bad if you're in a total suit of armor, I mean that's like that's yeah, weird. Jeez. I remember watching the movie so often because when I was a kid, we we had HBO, which not everyone did back then. We got it pretty early. Um, for whatever reason, it was offered, you know, in a small town. But I remember they would show it all the time on there. They would show a lot of the same things a lot, and i just watch it all the time. So let's see. Uh, Helen Mirren is in it. Helen Mirren. Oh, let's see. Nicole Nicole Williamson was Merlin. I don't know who that is. Gabriel Byrne, a young Gabriel Byrne. Oh, okay. oh, young uh, Liam Neeson. I didn't even realize that. I'm Liam Neeson. Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Uh, Who was he? What part was he in the movie? I don't remember him. He was Jean uh, Picard. <laughs> that's, that's the only role he's ever in. He's I am Captain Jean Luc Picard. <laughs> Leon DeGrants. I'm not sure who that is. Yeah, I don't think it's a big part. I don't know Leo in that one. Cool, though. I recommend it. Good movie. Excalibur. I like the old sword and sorcery movies, especially that era of the 80s. But um, look, see, there, there he is. There's Patrick Stewart looking pretty, pretty badass. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, it's like I got a big axe in my hand. Whoa! Interesting. His uh, Patrick Stewart's wielding that big axe. Mm-hmm. Like he can plant that right here. Man, can you pull your Excalibur out of this stone? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> well, what does that even mean? I don't even know what that means. I don't what? Out of this butthole, I don't know. Lexar! <laughs> All right, Lexar, what's going on? What's going on? What's happening? Hmm. That mask. I wonder if he, uh, I wonder if that mask itches. Does not itch. Doesn't itch. Are we all going to join the Our Dark Order? That's what I'm here for, to recruit. Oh, my. You like the mask? I start wearing a mask every week. <laughs> the man behind the mask. <laughs> then one, What if one week I just took it off and I was some other person? That would be insane. Like... You took it off, and you're like you're like a Rick from Radio Haven. It was all a big ruse. <laughs> Duncan Blow Nuts. <laughs> like, oh, I've been doing the show with Rick Hendrickson and all this time. <laughs> Rest in peace, Rick. Hendrickson. Mm, definitely, definitely. Someone from our past who died. Mm -hmm. I mean, he was probably before you were around, Lexar. Yeah, Rick Hendrickson. Shame. I, 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 I know nothing against the dead, but you didn't miss a lot. No, he's I don't guy. know if you want to say that, Jack. He was a good guy. What part? That he was a good guy? <laughs> no, not that part, oh. but the, the other part. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's younger than me when he passed away. I think he was younger than I was. was and good. that was when I was actually young. Now I'm old. <laughs> yeah, what are you, like 49 or something? I'm 40 now. Yeah, now can you believe that, Lexar? It's old man. I'm doing the show with this old man. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm about to be 40 in, uh, in a really? couple of years. No, you're like, what? Tw I thought you were 23. You're not 40. Do you believe this, Incher? If he says he's almost 40, he's, he's almost boy, 40. Our little Lexar. Lexar. Oh. Just the other day, you were old enough to drink. Yeah, I'm old enough to drink, uh, multiple drinks now so oh okay approaching 40 uh it's uh terrible but anyway on to this wrestling thing uh Any plans a for when you're 40 you're gonna huh? go out you're gonna do something big uh, usually just i'm gonna stay home i don't know what depends on what day it is uh if it's on saturday i might go to a strip club and you know by that time the pandemic is over so wouldn't you like to have a camera just to follow Lexar into the strip club just to see what he does at the strip club? That would be interesting. He it out. He's like, ah! They're shaking. Camera well, cool following me. You have uh -huh. a one in my picture? Like a reality? Like, like a reality? Yes, the Lexar. The reality, reality of Lexar. Yeah. That would be a good show. Well, mm -hmm. the walk us through. Okay, Lexar, you get to the strip club, you walk in. What's the first thing you do? I order a drink. What do you order? Uh, usually uh, a beer. Uh, I would like a couple of like, uh, it's like a lemonade and, and a beer. At what it's point? Together or separately? It's together. Oh, weird. Lemonade yeah, the bartender won't mix a lemonade with beer uh, and create that type of contraption. No. I know what the drink's called, actually, but. That was putrid. No, nah, it tastes delicious. Right. What do I know? 
Hey, you, you, who would thought that uh, chicken and waffles would be good together? Good. You order the beer, beer and lemonade, <clears throat> then what are you doing? So I watch the dancers. They dance around, and uh, you know the uh, uh, and some of the strippers will pass around the bar asking the patrons for dollars. So you. So they show a little leg, they show a little... I noticed that you left out the part where you go and get some dollar bills. Do you just stand there and you don't tip? Tell the truth. Yeah, I have like a a dollar bills in my pocket already. Bring them already. So you have them already. Okay, okay. He's prepared. He comes prepared. They're not, And and it's not Monopoly money. It's real money. Yeah, Yeah, and plus I ordered a drink and I I use a $20 bill. So with a drink... Yeah, get changed mm-hmm. in one dollar bills. Mm-hmm. So I get to pass around the. the you know, I was questioning his tactics, but I think he has he has a better better idea of what he needs to do than I do. Yeah, Incher just goes in, and oh then he he just his head his head gets all sweaty and his eyes start bulging out and his tongue flips. And goes, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> and I make that noise and I go. <laughs> <laughs> he, just starts, he just starts beating off. Does Incher's uh, heart come in and out of his chest? Yeah, it does that. That whole deal is like. <laughs> you ever ask a stripper out? Like, uh, hey, you want to go out for dinner after this? Now, I saw this Jerry Springer episode where a guy dumps his girlfriend to try to go with the go out with a stripper. And the stripper just says to him and says, "No, I'm just in the, in it for the for your money. I just take your money. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's that's basically what they're all in it for. They're they're not interested in you for the most mm-hmm. part. Well, no, I think you could find true love at, at the strip club. You never know. You never know. But I think most cases, they're just in it for the money. <laughs> all right." Sounds like a good time. Do you have a favorite? Vic told me all about that before the show, so that's how I know. Thank you, Vic. Anytime. (laughs) Do you have a favorite stripper? Well, there's this one time uh, a couple of summers ago where she is a nice Brazilian female stripper. Brazilian why? Or she's actually from Brazil, you mean? I think she's kind of Germanish and Brazilian, half German, half Brazilian. But she got a nice ass, a nice, plump, juicy ass. And uh, every time, yeah, every time we, uh, we get a lap dance, I, you know, I slap her ass around. You know, she she giggles and stuff. She'll like massage my hair when I have like long hair. Maybe if uh, maybe I had short hair, she just like comb it. And stuff. So anyway, she'll like she like breathe into my ear and gets you know grab her ass, you know. Like how long was your hair? Was it like shoulder length or was it like well you remember a couple weeks ago I had okay, that's as long as it gets. Okay. This just happened a couple weeks ago? No, 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 no. I'm just uh, you know, just just telling the length of my hair. My mom says that I look like Tarzan, boy. Like I oh, look really? like Tarzan with that yeah, hair. That's not a. That's not a bad thing. I mean, yeah. Do you bad. ever just grab her and throw over your shoulder and just like? No. Out of the building? Oh, 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 
<laughs> jump out the window and they're beating the chest. Yeah. Where, where, where is that? His, maybe just tie a string up in one of the chandeliers and just like swing. Yeah. Swing around. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. All right. Well, sounds like you're living, you're living up, living it up. Probably would be pretty kick ass if you went to like this big like ball somewhere and just broke out the whole Tarzan get like where you just swing on chandeliers and stuff. Tyler S says that Lexar's stories made him hot, made him hard. <laughs> awesome. So once, <laughs> awesome. Yeah, that's very so good. So once the strip clubs open up in my area, uh, and I'll be able to go with them, go to them, I'll have more stories to share. There you go. There you go, Ty- Tyler's got something to look forward to. There you go. All right. Yeah, I was planning just to go to Boston and get a falafel uh, <laughs> in the pandemic, so maybe this weekend, but. What 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 is a falafel? What all exactly is in a falafel? Um, chickpeas, garbanzo beans. That's what chickpeas are. Um, uh, cilantro and onions, and I know you ground it all up and then they fry it. It's got no meat in it. It does. I mean, it's not going to mm. sound great if I explain what it is, but trust me, it's it tastes very good. Okay, okay. Dip it in some hummus, moss. Good stuff. Hmm. I haven't had Mediterranean food since uh, before the pandemic. I'm uh, missing it. Yeah. I'm open. Uh, my favorite places are still open because a lot of places have closed during the pandemic. A lot of the clubs up in Boston, sometimes been around for decades, have closed up. Sad. But my two theaters, the Brattle Theater and Coolidge, uh, Coolidge just opened and Brattle's opening in June. So that's very exciting. The two theaters that showed a lot of old movies. So I'm happy about that. Because it, it did look for a while that they would not be opening again. And um, the Coolidge has been there since the 20s or 30s. So, that you know, that would be a shame if it if it would close down. Mm-hmm. So uh, the 29th year, all the, uh, all the uh, masks and everything was lifted. Yeah, yeah. Uh, four days from now. So it'll still be up to the to the buildings, you know, what what they decide to do, but it won't be a, a nation it won't be a statewide mandate. Yeah, I think they lifted it here um last week or so, I think. Yeah. I assume like our grocery store probably keep it, which uh that's fine by me anyway. But um you know, mm-hmm. I'm sure a lot of other places won't. All right, Lexar. What were you about to talk about before uh we start talking about uh, dirty deeds at the strip club. So lots of interesting news in last week in wrestling after IYH got off the air. Uh, lots of NXT releases. Uh, probably something you never heard of. That's awesome. But the three main ones uh, uh, is Drake Younger, the former indie deathmatch wrestler turned referee. He got released over uh, political issues that he doesn't like share with other people with about yeah but uh, was it i mean he wasn't fired f- at the time for those is he feeling like he was let go because of his political beliefs is that what he hmm. well, they want to they want to tell him that that's it because they'd get their asses sued if they did that but they would they would say we're letting you go because well of this I mean one. WWE can fire you for any reason yeah they I guess they can employees 
but they wouldn't ever say because of your political oh, yeah, beliefs no. and then can you? Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, they fired a bunch. Of, well, I'm saying that they fired a bunch of people. And really the only reason anyone knows this guy is because some of these stories came out mm-hmm. and he was a former death. Mat- I mean, normally firing an NXT referee would not be news to anybody. It wouldn't be like, wow, I can't believe this guy's gone. Yeah. I mean, he's pretty low on the totem pole. I'm not even sure who he is off the top of my head, but yeah, I only know because of the stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, okay, yeah, I will say this too. No, regardless of your political beliefs, if the uh, if the company's if your boss is there telling you about whatever, just sit there and listen to it. You get out and storm out, and you're and you're nobody. It's probably not good for your career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta have a sense about you when you can like open your mouth and say something like. If you're if you're Roman Reigns, you can probably like discuss this with Vince, but yeah, if you're was, nobody. Just just yeah. just sit there and go. Mm-hmm. 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 And then when you leave, you can bitch all you want about what. Right. Just don't bitch to them or anybody who would go back and tell them. Like Steven. But uh, Velveteen Dreams is a big <laughs> one. You see, that's Velveteen another guy Dream. that. Yeah. Um. You would think if they, because they even came out and said that they've looked into the into the things and they didn't think there was anything to them. Mm-hmm. So you think if there was, they would have fired him or not ever used them again. Um, so it's it's a weird one, but, but it's I, a weird I, one because he said about it, and I I tend to believe him, and it's 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 weird because you can't sign. It's really hard to to, to sign someone who's accused of sending. Uh, picture you know uh dick pics to to underage uh, boys or or girls any underage people um so i understand yeah. like you can't like man we can't sign this guy but if there is no truth to it it's you know how do you cat because i saw someone say and i knew what they meant but it's like he has to disprove this but how do you disprove something if it just isn't true you besides yeah. just saying this isn't true how, how are you supposed to disprove it that's really not how proof is supposed to work Hmm. Yeah, because you could literally uh, when people say even like Bigfoot, let's let's get away from what we're talking about just for a second. Disprove to me Bigfoot exists. It's like, well, you can't. You can't. Does you? How can you disprove? Or or any cryptoid does? You can't disprove that Mothman exists. That doesn't mean it exists though. So you can't necessarily disprove everything you're accused of, but that doesn't mean the accusations are real. The idea is you're supposed to prove something exists. You know, I can prove the Mothman statue exists. There you go. I was there. I said this. There's a picture of me doing it. I heard. I you know I read his thing and it was. If this is what happened, it's really sad because he said he uh, one night he's like I'm gonna open up my DMs. And people like would send some people just sent trollish stuff, and some people asked for advice, and he replied to some of them. And was uh, giving some like wannabe wrestlers advice. So then they decided to like make up stories that like he was trying to, you know, this is according to him. I have no idea. According to him. Mm. And some of these people decided to use like pits of that and then add other things to make it look like he was trying to hit up on. I guess the only way he could prove it is if he had the conversation. And I mean, that's how I, uh, it's not a secret. I have it up on uh, the without your hit page. I was accused of stuff and I did, I did just that. People told me not to say anything. 
but I had all mm-hmm. the, um, I had the whole conversation. So instead of just taking things out of context, I just posted the whole uh, thing. The whole thing. Yeah. That's true. I Which, mean, if he that, had, that's a good point though. If he had it, he could show the, the whole conversation. And mm-hmm. see what's actually mm-hmm. there and what isn't. But I, I, I do think WWE is leery about pushing him because he was he was getting a monster push at the time. I mean, he was the number one star on NXT, and then all of a sudden he's just out of it. So I think they just got cold feet on him just because of it, and that's really a shame if it never did if he wasn't guilty of anything. You know, I mean his his career has basically been ruined because of these accusations. You know, oh, if yeah. they're true, oh, I yeah, mean, they have. They, they, I don't think there's a, you know, there's no question about it. They have. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and no one's going to reach, no one's going to sign them. And I get it, but I, you know, it's sad at the same time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You don't think AEW would take a chance on them? I don't think so. I know one company that would, Vic. And that is Impact Wrestling. Go to Impact Wrestling, Velveteen Dream, and Impact Wrestling. I think he'd be a good pickup for anybody, to be honest. Yeah. Why not? Hey, he does I mean, lots, he of, lots of charisma. Stuff. I know Dan from uh, from uh, uh, the, the the Boston Wrestling, Dan Mahoney, Dan Maroney. Dan Maloney of the Boston wrestling. <laughs> I know he he was pretty outspoken about like having issues with Velveteen Dream or Patrick. I, I think he had he he said like he was warning WWE about him like that he was kind of a a problem guy based on his opinion, but he had some issues with him from what I heard. Was but, it about sexual stuff with kids or I, he didn't, he didn't really say I, it was, this because, was during a Tony Atlas show, I think. And he was like talking about him and he, he just said like he was kind of an a-hole. Cause but, I heard Meltzer talking and it was very like, it was uh, like, he didn't go into any details. He just said about there was other things going on personality wise. Hmm. So maybe there is something else. Like there. he was hard to deal with maybe. I don't know. He did. It was really like coded and didn't explain. Mm. I mm. hate it when they do that. When they, the the news sites will like not say exactly what they're trying to say. Just which means like that's one of their sources. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I get dirt from this guy. Because there's somebody recently. One of the sites was it Mitchell or Br- Br- no? Was it Bruce Mitchell? He's gone. What one of those guys though? And he was like. It was this real convoluted thing about saying like that the young bucks and Cody and Kenny don't talk, but it was like this really strange wording of it. Like it, I've wondered that myself. No names, so I don't know. I've wondered like there. It seems like something's going on there because why would Omega be doing Impact and not and like they don't mention it on AEW hardly anymore. And well, I, well, um, I think that the idea was to get. Uh, well, uh, from my understanding, they all do like their own uh, angles and stuff. But mm-hmm. um, uh, Cyrus, there, I think he's gone from Impact. So That's what I heard. Yeah. Yeah. So I think the idea really was just to get Impact. I mean, just to get him from Impact. So are they going to stop working with Impact? Maybe he'll be dropping the belt soon, or maybe he'll take their title, which would be really sad if he does. <laughs> he's just like, uh, keeping your belt, Impact. Sorry. That would that would be just like oh how could you do that, just killing the company like that. 
Connecting the audio. Anything else here, Mr. Butler, Butzler, Steve-O? Hello. Hello. Good to see you. I'm here. Ready Excellent. Go. Excellent. Welcome, welcome. I don't have any pickles for you. <laughs> Why not? Actually, I do have a jar of pickles over here. They're soaked in... Um... I'll show you. <laughs> he hides him behind his bust, his like his like Nosferatu bust or something, whatever that was. <laughs> They're soaked in moonshine. Oh my goodness. Well, you can't have those in if I you know. don't drink anymore. Jason sent them to me after I stopped drinking. I thought what a weird present to send somebody who stopped drinking. Hmm. Two hundred years from now, they'll still be perfectly preserved. Sure. My brother hates pickles, so I can't get into him. How can you hate a pickle? Pickles are. I don't know. I I did see. I saw. There's a meme that goes around now that they're like everyone has a a group, a one guy in there or one person in their group of friends who eats everyone's pickles, and I guess that is me because like my brother, like if we get sandwiches or whatever, if we go somewhere and my, my brother will even have me just take the pick off his plate because he doesn't want it to touch his food. And my mom's the same. She she's not that bad, but she doesn't like the pickle either. So I always get all the pickles. Pickles are great. I agree. I love pickles. Mm-hmm. I like them. Yeah, I have a now, picture of me sucking on a pickle. It's up on my OnlyFans. Now I'll say like one slice, and I'm normally done. But like I'm not like looking to eat multiple pickles like Jack is here. That's that sounds like perverted or something. That's- you know, I just like a little bit of pickle and then I'm done, you know. Yeah, you don't want like a whole pickle shoved down your throat, is what you're saying. Like you do. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you gotta set yourself up for that one. You realize it. Pickles are good though. I like pickles. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, so what were you about to say, Steve? And then we'll get to Geraldine here. Oh um, oh, we had a debut. Uh, our, we had a debut on SmackDown. Apparently, Shinsuke Nakamura has his own uh, guitarist uh, serenade yeah. or play his theme music to the ring, which I was really rocking out when that was on. Yeah, they're like trying to get uh, his theme music over again. So they have added a guitarist for Shinsuke Nakamura when he is going. Oh, to really? The ring. Yeah, he's got I a weird like name. That. He doesn't have the violinist. You didn't like it. I, I did. It. Oh, you did like it. Oh, oh what, what, yep. what did? I'm sorry, Geraldine. I'm sorry. <laughs> so apparently, his name is Boogs. <laughs> Boogs. Yeah, that was it. I'm Boogs. Mm-hmm. And I play the guitar. <laughs> and and uh, <laughs> after a few weeks of oh my goodness, he looks surprised that pickle's going in his mouth. You can see more photos like that on my OnlyFans. See, you really need to do that shot with the mask on now. Yeah. That'd be kind of creepy. I don't know if it fits in there. Oh, Just it'll fit. make it fit. Look at that. Oh, geez. He loves doing that anymore. That's so creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Geraldine likes it. <laughs> so who is this bowler? Who did you say his name was? Bowler? Boogs. Boogs. Bueller. Bueller. No, not Bueller. <laughs> Bueller. Bueller. Einstein's money. 
Jonathan Jackson, welcome to the program. Double J. Hey, I just wanted to call in real quick because I'm feeling a little exposed. Uh, Give give me one second here. Uh, What is your pickle out? Oh, Oh, look at this. Oh, my goodness. He has the official. Look at this. This is look at that. It's the it's got all the classic monsters on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mask from Slasher Man, mm-hmm. great designer. Or great design. Dot com. Slasherman.com. Awesome. Well, thank you, JJ. That's sweet. I hope you like it. My mom mm-hmm. just got her shirt. That's a nice little gator. It's cool. I like it. I need to get myself one. Very cool. I have the matching shirt. So forever together, people will be like, look at the twins over there. There you go. We could be milk chocolate in person. Exactly. The new Dudley boys. Jackson, get the tables. Excellent. I love it. And now you're all safe. You're safe again. Oh, yeah. Plus, I'm in a white shirt gang with Lexar, so I'm all safe. Yeah. Telling <laughs> me this shit is getting over. <laughs> Soon right. we're gonna see like a wrestling crowd just full of white t-shirt. Nah, nah. It'll still okay. be black shirts. Still. That used to be my go-to joke when I would do um I used to host panels at horror conventions. I'd like go to the crowd to ask for a question and I'd say, Hey, yeah, you you with the black shirt. And that was my joke since everyone had black shirts. <laughs> <laughs> usually got over yeah here but you got to retire it now since you gave it away on the show that's true well, i haven't i haven't uh, done it for a while yeah uh so, how, how many i think only a couple here have black shirts me geraldine Incher, maybe i got the boss baby on my shirt boss baby. pillman Oh, this is a true story, Andrew. Uh, on TV the other day, uh, an ad came up for the new Boss Baby, and my <clears> mom, uh, she said, that looks like uh, Incher. And I was like, that's what he says. <laughs> boss Baby. <laughs> All right, Steven, who's this guy? Butler? Or Bogues? Bugsy Bogues? Bueller? Boogs. Boogs. He plays, he's rocking on the guitar. So I guess Shinsuke is gonna Shinsuke is gonna extend his career somewhat. Uh, um, and well, yeah, and he stole King Corbin's crown uh, and his robe. Mm-hmm. That was kind of funny. When that was kind of funny. Like, yeah. yeah, he was like, "That's my crown." And he just keeps going on. Heavy is the head that wears the crown. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, for sure. They should have gotten that singer who uh, did his theme song one time. I think they're trying to like get rid of the lyrics. I think they want people back to where they used to kind of chant the song, but now they're, they're not going to, they probably won't get back to that. They shouldn't have ruined it while they had it going. I like the lyrics. Mm-hmm. Excellent. And as I mentioned earlier, um, Monday night raw was so boring. I fell asleep. Um, yeah, it was just <laughs> a repeat. It was just like if you hadn't seen it, if you did, if you missed Monday Night Raw this week, you didn't miss much because you could have just watched last week and saw most of the matches, or maybe the week before and saw most of the matches again. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I am with you on that. It was super boring. Mm-hmm. Wait, you watched Raw twice on purpose? <laughs> no, you just watched uh, multiple episodes of Raw and saw the same matches on every episode. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I would probably have to... Tweet. More repeats. Like, like, if you watched, like, Raw twice, it'd just be like... And he gave me like a good explanation why you did. It's just like, oh my god, how how could somebody do that? You know, it's just like watching Raw twice. It's it's tough enough one time through. I could understand fast forwarding through it, but just once. Oh, you watch the same show twice? That would be hard to do, wouldn't it? Real hard, man. Speaking of rematches, we're getting another one next week. With uh, Drew McIntyre against what's his Kofi. face? Kofi. Kofi. Yeah, Kofi Kingston. Oh, and rematch next week. Scully. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How many times are we going to see Drew McIntyre and Lashley together? Oh, I'm sick of it. It's like put somebody else. There's yeah. as many times as it takes. <clears throat> Just do Lashley and Kofi. Why is it going to be a three-way? That's true. So I predict somebody's going to, somebody's going to cost, well, somebody should cost Drew the match and have Kofi win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That way you send Drew off to do something else. I wouldn't take the belt off Lashley right now. It's a pretty pretty hot character. Oh, I like yeah, Lashley's. Lashley, Lashley, Are you liking Lashley now, Jack? A bunch of women accompanying to the ring. Oh, I, I liked it. Uh, I think it's been the best use of him, the Hurt Business. Yeah, but the Hurt Business is no more. They're yeah, but you still have MVP with them. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It is good, right, a good him. pairing with MVP. Yeah. Geraldine, what what have you been... What what happened in wrestling this week that you were into? Um, I was pretty much into NXT today. It was pretty good. Oh, nice. The um, Taya Valkyrie, it was her, you know, her debut on NXT. It was pretty good. Oh, yeah. What's her name in, in NXT? It's like uh, um, Frankie Monet. That's it. Frankie that's it. Yeah. Frankie Monet. It's going to be hard for me to stop ta- calling her Taya Val- Valkyrie. So. You had the same name since AA. Like, it's always mm-hmm. Valkyrie, you know, she changed her name. But she, I'm pretty sure she, she'll be champion there and then she will go up to like Raw or something. Yeah, that's good for her. I'm glad she's she's getting a shot on on the big stage. I'm drinking my Komodo Dragon coffee, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she, she was trained by Lance Storm, I believe, wasn't it? Oh, she was? Yeah, yeah. Did those uh, coffee beans get pooped out of a kimono dragon's ass? They did not. Okay. I have not drank my uh, poop coffee. Now, if you know this, Geraldine, but uh, Jason Mitten sent me this coffee. It's like it's the most expensive coffee you can buy in the world, and the way they get it is <clears throat> it's pooped out by like this weasel or something, and then. But I yeah, it's, uh, it's pooped out. I think it's by a slot. And I yes, and I, I haven't. I just can't bring myself to try it. Why you haven't tried it yet? 
And I don't I don't feel the need to drink something that was uh, pooped out of an animal's butt. Just try it and see yeah. what it tastes yeah. like. Yeah, it might be like licking Bailey's booty hole. It could be. <laughs> <laughs> Lexar is all excited now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when I read, read about it, it said it has like a musky taste, like a musty taste. And it's like, this does not make it appealing. Huh. I think I must. I, I might put up on my go on a GoFundMe see if I can raise the funds to. Uh, now, how much would you all give to see Jack drink the poop coffee? <laughs> but what if he likes it? This is this is kind of like the hot tub debate with me. You want? I wanted some money to get into the hot tub, but I want to do it. And you're like, you're just going to enjoy yourself. But exactly. what? Well, that's a little different than enjoy drinking yourself poop. with your poop coffee. This is what this that's the thought process I had um, when I tried Rocky Mountain oysters. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. tried Rocky because I was like, I, what? I end up not liking them. But what if I really like them? Then it'd be like, holy shit! Now I always have a craving to eat uh, bull testicles. <laughs> and then it's like, <laughs> everywhere, and then it's like, no, I mean, how many pieces even have them? And then like, do I want to just be eating balls all the time? But. Do you think you would be looking at like a bull's testicles and you'd be like, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) If you've ever seen them uh, uncooked, they're not a pleasant sight. They've got like these veins in them. That's just so insulting to the bull, though. I mean, like the bull, he's just going on about his day. Cutting them off and deep frying is probably more. uh, Oh, that's what I'm saying. Uh, They're like, they're like taking them, cutting them off, then deep frying them and they eat them. Yeah. Just look at this bull. All the meanwhile, the bull's just watching, like, God damn it. Well, yeah. Well, what do you think they make the bull watch? That would be like they bring the bull to your table and like enjoy these balls while the bull watches you. (laughs) That would be a funny dining experience with this bull thrashing around trying to kill you, and you're just (laughs) exactly. So there was sand, solid dust. Isn't that how you said it tasted? Like it tasted like wet, damp sawdust. That was like the consistency of the of the Rocky Mountain oysters. So the black stories here, we went to a horror movie convention in Atlantic City, and part of that is they had um, something bites. I forget what they called it now. But anyway, it was all weird bites, I think. So it was all these weird uh, foods. They had ants and and lollipops. They had uh, Rocky Mountain oysters. They had beef tongue tacos. They had uh, uh, heart pie and all these things. So it was trying them all. And it was it was like an actual, like some renowned chef. And it was up like in the, it was in uh, one of the casinos in Atlantic City. And it was up in like his tower. So it was like in this, like, it was in this fancy uh, restaurant. And the guy, he's like stood around and said who he was and explained all stuff. And so they paired us off. So it was me and Annabelle. And they had us sitting with this, this couple. And, um, I was probably intoxicated because I used to drink a lot back then, if you guys didn't know. What? And so we're at the table, and I was like, I'm going to, uh, since there were testicles, and so it's a fancy restaurant. We're with a couple we don't know. The The chef is there roaming around. So I took the testicles, and, and I started to teabag them at the table. And everybody's just kind of looking at me. But I thought it was the height of uh, comedy. <laughs> 
Uh, I and think- then we were recording it, and she missed she missed me eating it. So then I'd eat another one to get on video, and then and then the video was lost anyway. When so I hard in the video game world, teabagging is used as a way to humiliate somebody for being bad at the video game. But yeah. does it lose its effectiveness if the balls have been removed and then deep fried and everything? It is well, probably is teabagging yes. not as bad. Yeah. No, because then it's tasty. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, these are not good though. So well, Jonathan anyway, Jackson says get on the tea bag. He disagrees with you. He enjoys them. Oh yeah, a deep fried tea bag, man, so delicious. I do like tea bags, but I don't like uh, I don't like bull testicles. They're not good. You like tea bags? You said yes. <laughs> oh, my goodness, never knew this about my co-host. Learn something new every day. All right. So, what else is going on here? Um, stuff. <laughs> I know I didn't get to talk about New Jack's passing, but that was very sad. He had a heart yeah. attack. Where Where was he? Um, was he at home? His, I think he's at his home. Oh, okay. I knew he did like a, a like one of those virtual meet and greets pretty recently with uh, Dan Mahoney. Dan Maroney, Dan, whatever his name is from the Boston wrestling. And, uh, so I was hoping he wasn't like still out in Boston. I I was hoping he at least passed away when he was at home, but that's very sad. Very good for our show. He would come on and give us great interviews. Yeah. He was great. He was, uh, some of the most fun interviews. In fact, that was, I think the first, what was the first interview that Vic, um, did a recap for. Mm-hmm. And he uh, was on the CD I produced for Doc Man. Doc Man, hang on, I got it right here. You can hear me on that track a little bit at the end. They included me because they said when I was talking to New Jack, I sounded like the whitest man alive. <laughs> That's too funny. That's why you're one half of milk chocolate. That's true. Maybe we can see it better without the glare. But... Uh, let me uh, spotlight that. Yeah, there you go. Duck, Duck man, man for President Day. There is New Jack. Artwork by The Flea. Mm-hmm. New Jack did the uh, track for us. Very cool. Does this Is this CD still for sale? Is it no, for sale? I don't have any left. Oh, man. So this is like a, this is a rarity right here. Yep. I just have my one copy left, my own. Mm-hmm. But yeah, New Jack. Uh, we had on the show, I think, three times and did the, the CD for us. When he wanted to talk about his newfound, um, whenever he learned about Brian Hot Knobs in a certain area of his. Right. He it broke The news broke here on In Your Head. Mm-hmm. And then okay. he sent. He texted me the uh, picture afterwards. So people don't know the story. Um, Brian Knob sent New Jack a picture of him mooning New Jack. But he didn't just moon New Jack. He spread his butt cheeks open for... I don't know why people do this. but So he, sp- he spread his butt cheeks open and sent this picture to New Jack. Uh-huh. And 
and Brian Knobs, not allegedly, because I saw the, the picture, has a very large butthole. Like, it's almost like a gaping butthole. And uh, and so, you know, New Jack noticed this and decided to, he should tell everyone. So he should, who better to tell than in your head? Exactly. And it kind of blew up after that. And he texted me the picture and mm-hmm. became the thing. I sent it to a few people, I believe. Maybe I'm the reason it got leaked out to the world. I don't know. Maybe. Did you know it was like but if, your... if Brian Nobbs hears us and he's pissed, it was actually injured. Did that? <laughs> no, it wasn't. <laughs> did you put the IYH logo over the butthole? <laughs> I sure have. That would have been awesome. I think I did Photoshop like one of the listeners like climbing out of it once because it's like a cave. It's probably me. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird though. I don't, you know how like they used to take bite impressions? Uh huh. Do you, do you think if they did like an impression of the of Hulk Hogan's thermos, if it would match identically to uh, to Brian Knobs? Wait a minute, brother. I don't, I'm just putting it out there, huh? Jack. But but Knobs a good guy too. He's a good man. The Ultimate Warrior A and E documentary was pretty <laughs> interesting to watch. I didn't see it. It was pretty interesting because they had like footage of whenever he had to apologize for being mean to like a kid at the airport. And it was just oh, really? interesting to see that because he was like, what do you want me to fucking apologize for, Vince? I don't understand. It. I didn't do nothing. And uh, it was it was pretty interesting to see. So, and, and I was I was super surprised that they actually did go into the um, the whole thing he said at the university the universe the university yeah and uh they went into that stuff you know the whole uh remarks that he made that was definitely get you in super hot water nowadays but even uh, then I mean, they asked his wife about it his widow and she didn't really i don't know she seemed pretty stunned that they asked her at first but she eventually started commenting on it and uh i thought this was a wwe this isn't the WWE one, is it? I don't know. Maybe they wanted to, to beat the dark side of the ring to do it. Say, like, you know, they, they're they relying on them not going into this topic, but they actually did go into it. So, so did they bury him like the Macho Man one? I actually haven't watched any of these. I need um, to... or when, I, mean, I mean, there's you you got to be fair if you're doing yeah. a documentary. I, I want to say they they, they buried him. I, I would say it's hard not to bury somebody though if you're going to bring that topic up. Yeah, but he said it. He did say. It. I'll be honest. I don't think he's a good guy. So <laughs> I don't think he's a good human. He was a good person. There was other things in the documentary, like where he would have Christmas and he would write down on the girls' cards like what they need to improve on with, throughout the year, and it's <laughs> what like, what the hell? It's fucking Christmas, you know. <laughs> It's like, you gotta like be an thing, asshole right? every day of the year i mean could you just let this one slide <laughs> so yeah he wrote down like i was like good god gotta keep kayfabe brother i guess so i mean what? even with his daughters for christmas <laughs> i mean i remember disco telling the stories that was so fascinating he said like when uh so if he'd get a craving to eat like sweets or something, he would like buy a cake or make a bake a cake, whatever, but he wouldn't taste it because he would never eat sugar, but he would just take it and like inhale it and smell it and then just like throw it away. 
That's kind of insane. Yeah. I think that would, wouldn't that make it worse? I think like smelling that would like make you want it more. Yeah. Not like, you know, that would be the end of your cravings. I don't think that would like, you know, yeah, no, I, don't eat anymore. I, would, I would think that would make you want to just dive right in. Yeah. If you smell like good food, it makes you want to eat it. You okay. jack the cake into the next universe. Have <laughs> <laughs> you ever punched it? He was just like, I hate you, cake, for making me want you. <laughs> yeah. Then he wrote down a list of things the cake can improve on throughout the year. <laughs> <laughs> Less carbs, get rid of the flour, uh, uh-huh. get rid of the sugar. Man. Yeah. So if you're like the, the garbage man for uh, uh, the Ultimate Warrior, you'd be cleaning up. You get these fresh Ooh. cakes coming through and stuff. The only other person I remember that threw that did sort of like that was it Mr. Frost. I think is the name of it. It's a movie about he's the devil. Mr. Frost, Jeff Goldblum. And he would bake all this stuff, and then he would just take like a Polaroid picture and keep it, then just throw it away. Like a character, or like yeah, actual he, Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum played the character. He played oh. the devil in the movie. Okay, so this is a fictional person. Yeah, I don't know if you ever find out if he really is the devil or if he just thinks he's the devil. But, oh. but that was his deal. He would bake like these real, like beautiful cakes and food, and then he would just take a picture of it and keep the picture and throw away the food. So what I'm saying is maybe the warrior was actually the devil. Uh, Brains Heenan saying Jr. smoked the chocolate cake. I guess because uh, Jr. likes to smoke everything, like in his in his barbecue grill. Oh, yeah. I've never smoked cake. I smoked uh, lots of things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like smoke stuff myself. All right. Should we get to these? Anything else, my friends, my pals, my compadres? Before we get to these questions. I haven't uh, yeah, watched any quick. wrestling. The ending what? of Raw was uh, the Women's Tag Team Championship match between uh, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler against Natalia and Tamina. And pre-match, uh, Shayna Baszler told Reginald to stay in the back. You know, he, oh, he hurt his limbs. But Reginald show up anyway. Well, uh, he got burned but, up by fire, and yeah. he was like, uh, like he was pretty much a foot away from the fire, so mm-hmm. yeah. So she, Shina basically got pissed. They lost, and so he she like uh, challenged him to his face. Shayna Baszler against Reginald, one on one next week. Man, Heck yeah, that could main event WrestleMania. Shayna Baszler, but they're giving it away on this show. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing I fell asleep during that. <laughs> I could not find a picture of uh of the bull testicle on my Facebook. But this was another time if anyone is interested for good to questions. Um he has multiple I did, testicles. Uh, I did uh tea bag uh food. What is that? You yeah. like some kind of I forget cheese balls or something. I don't know. Hmm. Some, some type of ball food. But it wasn't actual testicles. It was just kind of the go-to thing if the food is ball-shaped. Cheese <laughs> balls. As you could tell, I'm a great comedian. Cheese balls. I just Damn. pulled this out of my Washable garbage can. Don't eat them planners. out of the garbage. <laughs> yeah. Like my garbage is right here. 
Is that where you keep your food in the garbage can? It's empty. There's nothing in it. I just well, there's a little in, something in it, but I just got in picture here uh, about Incher. Oh, you don't need to show pictures about me. Song, man. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my. Oh finally. Somebody other than me. I'm <laughs> <laughs> always the reoccurring theme in these pictures though. Um, there, there's 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 the Brian Knob <laughs> Yeah. Jesus. Sent by New Jack from the grave. So there you go. It was cleaned up for a YouTube. Yeah, that's clean, Didn't all right. Did you tell that story while George South, you were interviewing George yeah, South? Yeah, we had George South on, and he called in during the interview to tell us all about <laughs> that. That right. was very awkward. He was actually on four times. He was actually on five times because he did that, and I think you were still on Without Your Head Intro. He called into Without Your Head. Oh, really? Yeah, when we had Jessica Cameron. It was very weird. He was just, oh, yeah. He just started like, oh, I saw on Facebook you had this white woman on the show. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that. I remember that now that you mention it. I should cut those out and put them up on the YouTube. Those little bits. That would be good. Yeah. It might get us subscribers, hopefully. Probably get people uh, unsubscribe. Every every time there's a new show up, every week comes to Tuesday, there's like people unsubscribed. Then I start putting up a bunch of new videos. I won't say the hits go way up when I put up all these new videos, but people unsubscribe. It's very strange. Like, I don't want to watch watch this stuff. Dang. Come on. All right. Like, subscribe, hit the bell. Hit the little bell icon. Not the internet icon, but the bell icon. The bell icon. (laughs) And then go over to One Inch Biceps YouTube. Like, subscribe, and hit the little bell icon. I think that's why you're losing the views. Stop plugging the one inch biceps oh, on this show. Just keep it, keep it, keep it on my own channel. <laughs> like my I thought bar- the association with the show would help me on my channel, but oh well. Like my barbed wire armbands. Yeah, that's pretty slick. Yeah, look at that. I just wrapped them in barbed wire. Inspired by Nick Cage. <laughs> exactly. Urias Tosh wants to know what's the first wrestling show you ever attended? Oh, that was SmackDown. SmackDown. Interesting. I think it was a WWF house show when I was a little kid. So mm, I remember holding same. up a Brutus the Barber Beefcake sign. Just like, really? Beefer. Like, because like they used to do that on TV all the time and then they'd show it in the crowd. And I yeah. thought, like, I thought they were filming or something, but I was just a dumb kid. So. Yeah. This was just last week, wasn't it? The first show I went to was actually a King of the Ring, but uh, before they were pay-per-views. Uh, if people don't know, I know I said this on the show, but they used to be an annual New England house show before they became a pay-per-view. And it was either 86 or 87. It was the year Macho Man won. He uh, beat King Kong Bundy in the finals. Yeah. Very cool show to go to. It was in Rhode Island. Anyone else remember their first uh, wrestling show? I do. My oh, was go a, ahead. No, you go ahead. You, uh, I mean, you go go ahead. 
Okay, uh, mine was a WWF house show, WrestleMania 10 Revenge Tour in Madison Square Garden, 1994. But although uh, I want to say first because I don't remember that much from that show, except from Lex Luger and Bret Hart playing promos, because they had WWF had another house show later on that day. Uh, also, I remember was the Head Shrinkers and Doink and Dink. I don't remember that much. I would like to say WrestleMania 20 was my first one. I wish it was, but no, it wasn't. It was like the It is. Don't let the truth get in the way of a good story. Unless I remember you're the most honest man of podcasting like me, then I never tell an untruth. Never embellish the truth. I remember more things from WrestleMania 20 than uh, that that of house show. Yeah, I'm thinking about my house show. I can't remember one match. Brutus was Brutus Beefcake even there? Or you I just think he something? was coming out when I held up the poster. But what was the first one Vic went to? First one Vic went to my dad. My dad had a no one Strangler Lewis. Who has? No, no. It, my dad had an old Navy buddy that lived in Houston and we went down to visit him and they were big wrestling fans. So they took us to the matches down there. And it was, I think the main event was superstar Billy Graham against Rocky soul man, Johnson and Jose Lothario was on the card and somewhere I still have the program. If I could find it. Oh, Oh, that's awesome. That, That was, that was the first house show I ever went to. Uh, Geraldine, do you remember who was on the SmackDown you went to? Yeah, it was that time that Eddie Guerrero and Kurt Angle was building. Oh, nice. I think it was. Oh. You know, I'm, I'm from South America, so they don't go there. So I went to a show. It was in Houston, Texas. Oh, very cool. I flew all the way there, and it was pretty awesome. Yeah. Oh, excellent. I'm a big Eddie fan. Mm-hmm. I love him. He was so nice. Lies, he cheats, he steals. Hell yeah. JJ, do you remember your first show? Actually, it was pretty recent. I'd say probably a house show about two years ago. So really? you just nothing special, <laughs> you know. I can't say uh, you know, I was at WrestleMania one like Lexar, but you know you get to see Heath Slater. Oh yeah, there was Heath Slater. Uh, he was a one man band. He was uh, no, it wasn't even one man band at the time. He was just Heath Slater. Uh, and who was he feuding with? Zack Ryder. Yeah, that hot feud. Classic <laughs> times. Steve, no, it, was, it was a really bad show. Yeah, Stephen, how about yourself? I'm. I was just trying to think as you as you were mentioning this. I think my very first live show was at the Pavilion on the Stampede Grounds in Calgary, Alberta. It was um, a Stampede wrestling show. I remember that um, Harley Race was the NWA champion. He defended it against Archie the Stomper Goldie, the, the Archie the Stomper Goldie, the Mongolian mm. Stomper. Mm. And he cut a promo. I remember him cutting a promo before the match, and I was way in the back. But I could see the shiny gold belt over Race's over race's shoulder and that was the nwa title and Uh even from i mean those these seats were far far away but you could see that's hey that's harley race and 
later on when I was walking, I think, I'm not sure. I think I was walking for to the concession and I saw this guy walking. He was, he was, he looked like one of the wrestlers in the trunks and I was looking at him and I think that's Harley race. <laughs> the that's NWA awesome. champion. And like a lot of these guys, you know, you'd later see in WWE, like Benoit, I think Owen Hart was still in, was still there. Um, but yeah, you'd see these these guys I'd always see on television, and there they were, live and in living color, and um, that was a really big thrill for me at the time. That's awesome! Oh, awesome. Yeah. Big fan of Harley Race. He's been on the show. Uh, Dobbs Dean Maya wants to know if you had to marry the last person you had sex with, would you be happy? It's a weird question. I'm the bride. That is so not wrestling related. Man, we get a lot of those on this show. Uh, We have to propose to Incher. Oh. Get down on one knee. Come on now. It's usually (laughs) you're the one that's usually getting down. Oh, oh, I see your son. Stephen Butler. I'm just joking. Once WWE starts live shows again, including Monday Night Raw, will you watch more wrestling on television? See, this has come up. I I personally do think it adds to the to the to the program on television when you have a live audience there mm. that's interacting and reacting to things. So I do think it's more yeah. likely I will watch uh, uh, more wrestling on TV when, when there's an audience there. And it's coming, so yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Dobbs Dean Maya. Can our truth be saved from his joke of a persona? I don't think it no. it's too late. I don't think so. It's too late. Yeah. Plus, he, I mean, he's in his 50s. I mean, I don't know what he could really do at this point. I, honestly, at this point, it's probably good for him that he has this because at least he's still on, you know, That's doing true. something. I figured at one point they would just make him into an agent, you know. At one time, uh, honestly, when he was the truth, he in in Impact a and uh, TNA, I did think he was uh, he's great, mm-hmm. but he hasn't really been that in a long time. But I mean, he's got his role. Jonathan Jackson did Intra miss the show last week because he spent the night in the drunk tank? Uh, no, I haven't touched the stuff in years. I want to do that. You got some pickles here. <laughs> I like just one pickle, Jack. Just one. My pickle. Just one. If you're giving it to me, I'll take the pickle. I'm gonna be jerking my gherkin. <laughs> Jonathan Jackson, when did you travel past the end of flat earth? Is there a wall or do you just fall off? I think you just fall off. See, they say they, they say the flat Earth. So they say, so think of it as a pizza, a big pizza. So the oceans are like the sauce, and then the continents are like the cheese and the toppings, just kind of floating on the sauce. Mm-hmm. And then Antarctica is the crust, and it keeps the everyone everything in from just falling off into 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 the outer space. Now, this is totally illegal, but. Wouldn't it be fun to like abduct AJ Styles and start sailing on a boat and tell him that you're going to the edge of the earth? <laughs> he just freaking out. He's like, No, we can't do it. NASA's gonna shoot us. Just to see if he freaks out 
Or he just says, all right, man. I'm, <laughs> I know I'm full of shit when I'm saying this. Yeah, I don't know if you want to get one of the two. Laxar is a flat earther. I mean, and you got to be committed to it too. You got to keep, you got to keep sailing and just sailing and just sailing and saying, we're going to get there soon. Until himself, that uh, the way he travels around the world wrestling for for many, many years in Japan, uh, what what would he think is a flat earth? That's what I can never understand because Shaq, Shaquille O'Neal also believe is a flat earther. And anyone who spends a lot of time flying, I don't know how you think the earth is flat. I mean, once you're up there, you can see the curvature. Yeah. And like, it's just like a plane that takes off from New York and like, and it lands in like, this I is don't my know. big question too. What, what do they think anyone's getting out of it? Like, what? why would you even keep it a secret? Like, what would be the benefit of telling everyone the, the earth is round if it was flat? Like, to even have a conspiracy, there has to be some, t- like, there's got to be a reason. There's got to be some type of benefit. But why, why would it benefit anybody to just lie? There's something behind the Antarctica crust that NASA doesn't want you to see. Mm. That's plus, what it is. You know, it, NASA would have had to been around for like thousands of years for this to happen. No, like not like you know, fifty years. Uh, Jonathan Jackson, have you been chipped? Oh, I have. I've uh, tomorrow will be two weeks since my second vaccine, so I, I guess so. You've been chipped. I had a sticker somewhere. I've shown it several times. There it is. I'll get it again. Just to. You know, always do my thing here. So, yes, I have been chipped. I have been assimilated. Good man. <laughs> I am now part of the robot beings known as the Covatrons. <laughs> any, Vic Trivoni, any thoughts on John Cena bending over and dropping his pants for the for Red China? So, there's a video of, uh, of him apologizing because he said um, Taiwan was a country, so he he uh, he um, for he's asking for forgiveness from China. Mm-hmm. Do they really get that offended that he just made a an error like that? Oh yeah, oh yeah, really? Oh yes. Well, I mean, it caught when when the guy who was with the Houston Rockets, the NBA, I think he was one of their office guys, made the comment. Or he retweeted something in support of Hong Kong, I think it was. And they with they withdrew so much. I had no idea China invested in the NBA this much, but it was so much money they said it was gonna affect the salary cap. So yeah, there's a lot there's always a lot of money involved. They have a lot hmm. of that's I still think he's the, the I still think he's a weenie for apologizing though. The the movies he makes, I mean, that's where they make their big money. Yeah, yeah, he he does make a lot of money there for for the Fast and Furious films. I know that that's like where they sell the most, from what I hear. I I, I believe it because when I, I I have no interest in watching a Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen one. I know like zero. Jackson's big on them, but Jonathan Jackson, do you like him? Only in China. Only in China. He flies to China to watch him. Uh, Brian Matthew Clutter. Actually, um, one of the theaters I go to in Boston, it's in China. Well, it's next to Chinatown. And I've seen, it's cool because they do show a lot of like weird movies, uh, Chinese movies or Asian movies. And um, 
what I've noticed though, in so there'll be like twelve, you know, uh, theaters in the theater, and the ones that show the Chinese ones are always like so hot. Uh, Chinese people must uh, get cold easy. Mm-hmm. Brian, there's nothing to do with anything. Brian Matthew Clutter, why did Intra wish my wife a happy birthday a few months after her birthday? I thought I saw it on the news feed that it was her birthday. Oh, you saw it on the news? Yeah. Why is he asking this on the show? Isn't he supposed to be my young boy? Shouldn't he come to me in private and ask me this? Better keep him in line. If Dobbs are He's or, the worst young boy ever. If Dobbs or Mitten would, would talk to me like this. Good Lord, I'm going to get my belt, and I'm going to give him a beating. Hot damn. Yeah, it'd be better if it wasn't a cloth belt. But yeah. <laughs> Take my belt off for you. Let's see. I got a belt here. Yeah, give him the buckle. Make it a yep-a-pie-idiot. Ryan Matthew Clutter, if I wish your wife a happy birthday, it's her birthday. You understand me? That's how you do it, Andrew. Yeah. I didn't want to bend my belt that much. I'm a wimp. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, I'm sorry we even approached this topic. He's so creepy. Um, let's see here. I hope, uh, I hope Luke Harper's kid doesn't take up your uh creepiness factor. Like, I hope he does negative start 10 yep. or negative, negative one, a negative one, <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't it be awesome if they just had like, like he, he could like transform into like a wrestler? Like when he gets so mad, he's like, you Like I said, they should do with um, Big Cass and, and Edge. Uh huh. They could do it with him and somebody. That would be good. And like he just like, he starts, you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. And then he goes behind like a changing curtain. He's like, eh, 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 and he comes out and he's this huge guy. And then I he goes, it. that would like an incredible Hulk gimmick. Just, another, you can't call it the Incredible Hulk. Right, yeah, you just totally ripped off my gimmick the other week. But it's, I totally yeah. worked. I approve, yeah. I probably wasn't listening, and I just had the same idea. Or I just ripped you off, and I'm trying to pass Oh, it. my gosh. See, Lexar, <laughs> you opened your mouth, and this is what you get. That's <laughs> what you get, Lexar. <laughs> I didn't say anything. What? Until now, I didn't say anything. Oh. Yeah, you said thank God it wasn't me, and that just mm-hmm. you can't say that. <laughs> that was a couple of segments ago. Now it is you, Lexar. It is you. Oh, yeah. Man, well, you well, guys look I like a nice own. couple. It takes it, it my... take. Oh, what, what do you got there, Lexar? I got my own acute cut of hand questions. Lex, All right, so. let's hear them. Okay, so what would Jack do on Wednesday now that the NBA is postponing AEW Diamond? What are you going to watch on TV? Tomorrow night, live on withoutyourhead.com. Go over to YouTube slash withoutyourhead, or you can go to withoutyourhead.com slash live. Barry Bostwick, I will be talking with. uh, Me and Trista Robinson will be interviewing Barry Bostwick of Rocky Horror Picture Show. That's what I'll be doing Wednesday night, 7 o'clock. It's gonna be a good time. All right, so so would Incher get a help from Mick Flair to help pay for his car auto insurance? 
Um, Woo! I guess he could call Woo! the general for me, and he could help Woo! me with uh, getting me some car Woo! insurance. Woo! <clears throat> and he beat up L.A. Knight on the commercial. It's like, what the hell? I like L.A. Knight. Why is he beating up on L.A. Knight? Oh. L.A. Knight. Yeah, dummy. What else do you have for us, Lexar? Will Jack wear the Ultimate Warrior or Surfer Sting face paint? I, I, I like Sting better, but face paint's pretty cool. But uh, I'll go Sting. I'm more of a Sting fan. Yeah, but it cannot be like uh, it must be surface thing or the. That's fine. Yeah, I'll do it. You want me? You want me to do it next week? Just paint my face right now. Oh yeah, right now. You take off your mask, just like do the face paint like we've seen in that Ultimate Warrior documentary. I don't think I have any paint. No, do it on the mask. You got any markers or anything? I have a pencil, a pen. Let's get some gum. Sponsor by the extra. Get this. That's a head massager. Or an ass tickler. Just don't poke yourself in the eye. Yeah. There you go. All right. What's the next one? Can Jack drive a locomotive? Nope. It's fascinating with walking on tracks. Maybe you could uh, drive a, one of those uh, Amtrak locomotives. Yeah, drive a. Oh, you mean? Oh, I see. He's uh, basically asking, "Are you an engineer?" Mm-hmm. No, I cannot. You want me to learn? Ooh, whatever. I yeah, like walking the train tracks. You guys should uh, stop being pussies and go walk down the train track. It's nice. Is there like a locomotive simulator game that he could have to figure out how to drive a locomotive? Probably. They got simulator games for everything. Yeah, so he could probably get one of those. Choo-choo. Can you go drive, run over people in the simulator? <laughs> probably. That's probably what interest doing, running people <laughs> over wishing they were me. It's like, look at this idiot with the headphones on. He's going to get it. <laughs> Don't you move out of the way. Oh, he moved out of the yeah, way. Dean, are you afraid of walking the train tracks like these Dre Browns? Actually, uh, pre-pandemic, uh, when when uh, I was walking to my strip club, you know, <laughs> there was this abandoned uh, uh, tri- uh, this Is that the club. only place you go? <laughs> <laughs> I go to other places. I go to the supermarket. I go to the grocery store. I go to uh, downtown. The the, the the strip club. <laughs> yeah, the strip club. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well, uh, you go to the you go to those places to to buy something so you can get a bunch of dollar bills then to go to the strip club. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah, all yeah. in the I, same strip mall. <laughs> yeah, I go to the strip mall too. Anyway, when I we used to go to the strip club pre-pandemic, there's this like uh, abandoned railroad track mm-hmm. that was like, it's kind of like a shortcut to go to, to go to the strip club. Mm-hmm. So I go to that and then I go to, you know, a See? couple of yeah, and you, you weren't shaking and afraid like Incher over here. Well, it's abandoned. 
There's Does no that not sound like the perfect setup for a horror movie, though? Like Lexar walking down to the the abandoned uh, railroad track, and then like a ghost train comes along or something. <laughs> that sounds like a good movie. It's nice. Lexar scared stupid. <laughs> like, do like as a scared face. Do like. A... There, there you go. <laughs> Lexar, thank you. Get to work on it. Uh, Owl. Yeah, what's going on in the next picture? You fell for it, Lexar. Yeah, there you go. Thanks a lot, Lexar. <laughs> That's true. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have did that. Because I know I'm going to be involved, too. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jeez. Maybe I'm, Jack, I'm too, just like a given, though. Like, I'm always involved. Yeah, you forgot about Jack because he also makes faces. Look at that. Walking and down. Walking down the train track, having a good old time. See, why doesn't Al Hoove, like, Photoshop the train in behind and, like, Jack's head flying off or something like that? That would be good. That guy's pretty hot in that photo, don't you think? Uh, pretty sexy. Oh, that's me. <laughs> I can see you jerking it over there <laughs> <laughs> to yourself. <laughs> easy now, easy. All right. Not that head it's for. <laughs> Why? Well, how do you know? All right. What? Anything else on your list? Uh, yeah. One. Well, one last question. Will Jack and Incher intertwine the podcast with Tony Giovanni and Aubrey Edwards' podcast? What? Will we, we intertwine it? for like? Yeah, yeah. You know, combine podcast. your podcast with each other and talk about the world of wrestling, along with the world of sexism, walking on railroad tracks. You look there with the. You see, get the headphones on, listening to some music, walking the train tracks. There's a ghost train back there too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ghost good. train. Nothing to be afraid of. Until you get hit by a train. Thank you, Lexar. Oh, man. Lexar. Although, did you just admit to walking on the railroad tracks? You said you're walking on these old railroad yeah, tracks. I it was abandoned. How do There's you know? The no. train might fall out of the sky and start rolling. There used, on. To, there used to be <laughs> near the abandoned railroad track. There's a light rail station, but it was gated off for the last stop. Mm-hmm. So there's no. You'll be fine, no. XR. Unless you're like wasted. Like if you're like drugged out of your mind. And walk on the actual railroad tracks where train is like using it. You're going to hear from my, like two miles away. Don't worry about it. All right. Tyler Stevens. If Incher really had to go to the bathroom. Mm hmm. And the only bathroom for Miles was a public bathroom 100 yards down the railroad tracks. What would he do? Would you do the WV? But this, this, this is uh, this unrealistic. They wouldn't make like the, o- the only route to the bathroom <laughs> down the railroad tracks. Probably just do like the bums and shit on beside the railroad tracks. Man. Just drop trash, squat. I know. I know better. I know better, Jack. Tyler Stevens, with John Cena trying to be a Hollywood blockbuster actor like The Rock, what current wrestlers do you think could play the lead in a movie? 
current wrestlers that I think could play a lead. Well, they're talking about the Miz possibly playing Johnny Cage in the next Mortal Kombat. He's getting that started. I don't know if it'll happen or not. What wrestler do I think could be a lead in a major motion picture? Hmm. 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 Probably a movie with Randy Orton where he always threatens to go to the papers if he has to. Mm. Yeah, I like the Marine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Could happen. Or uh, who would be like a good leading man nowadays? Um, uh, the Rock. No, well, I could be. I could he, he already <laughs> is, though. I mean, Real easy Marine. question. The Rock. <laughs> um, well, the Marines. Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman would be a good uh, penguin in a new Joker movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nah. Nah, nah, nah. I think yeah. Jericho could do good job. I think he could Jericho. do. How about Igor from the from the Highlanders? Igor from the Anybody? Which, which one is that? I don't even I, know which one he's talking about. I don't know, and I just said it. Tucker, maybe that's what Tucker will go do. It's possible. I saw I this is a true story, unlike the you know the bullshit intro talks about. I was at Walmart yesterday, and <laughs> and, uh, and the only wrestling figure in the whole aisle was one Tucker figure. Did you instantly yell out Tucker? And I just pissed on it. You pissed on it. You're in Walmart. You can't pull out your Johnson and do that. Who are you, Brian Pillman? You weren't there. You weren't there to tell me not to do it. That's who I'm gonna say. Make People Brian Pillman Jr. Make Brian Pillman Jr. the new Snake Plitskin. Hot damn! Yeah, hot damn. Because he's got the mullet. Does have the mullet? He's got the mullet. <laughs> Anyone here, uh, Stephen? You ever think of cutting the hair in the front a little shorter? Maybe getting them doing a more mullety style the haircut. Oh no, no! I'm, I'm. We see, you see, here in Toronto, we've had um, the uh, the barbers have been shut down oh. due to the COVID. That was here so, too. So hardly anybody's gotten haircuts in the last year. I could see Vic rocking a mullet. I could do that. Come on, Vic. Grow it out in the back. I bet Vic probably Come did on. back in the 80s. Probably He's got a good head of hair. Mm-hmm. He could do, He could pull it I off. May have. Uh, got any <laughs> pictures of you with the mullet? I'd have, to, I'd have to look. Let me see. If I find one, I'll bring it next week. Okay. Here's okay. a picture of my brother with a mullet. Uh, this is my cousin over here. Mm-hmm. This is me in the middle with the pipe. Why this is a pipe. I started smoking early, and uh, he has my <laughs> brother over here with the mullet. He had a pretty righteous mullet. Mm-hmm. Rocking the Browns jersey. Yep, lifelong Browns fan. I've got a "Where's the Beach" shirt. Where's the beach? Man. My cousin Ernie. Excellent. All right. Let's try. I have a couple other. Oh, here, here's another one. Troy with a mullet. Ah, uh, he doesn't really have the mullet here, actually. You never wanted to rock the mullet. Mm, not really. I guess it's not really a mullet. 
kind of just long hair, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, California raisins on the shirt. Yeah. Showing the the time. I don't know. I think I have a. I do have a good picture of them from the '80s with a pretty sweet mullet. The other one had a. You could see it, but I don't think I can't find it. I think Alexar, you know, before you cut the hair, you should let the back grow and then just uh, grow out the mullet. Yeah, but it'll just get more Tarzan. Keep the the top and the front short, and then just grow out the mullet. Would have been pretty sweet. Yeah, Tarzan yeah. never had a mullet. Yeah. Jonathan Jackson, do, do black guys uh, rock mullets? Uh, wrong hair texture. You could, you do like a jerry curl. Nah. No? <laughs> there was a there was a, a guy in my high school who did rock. <laughs> that was a quick turn. I was like, no. <laughs> what, didn't you? There was a dude at my high school that did have one, and he was like one of the biggest Star Trek fans I ever met. Really? Yeah. Like it was long in the back, and then he kind of had it like straight up on top, kind of like the not all the way up like the kid guy, but like a little bit up. Man. Nope, not seeing a mullet. All right. Let's see here. Uh, five favorite comedy gimmicks in wrestling. Uh, Santino. I like Santino. Santino. Um, Santina. Damian Sandow. Oh, yeah, I like Sandow, too. Um, who else? I'm a big fan of Orange Cassidy, if you consider that a uh, comedy. Snitsky mm. wasn't my fault thing. Yeah. Not one of my favorites. Akeem, the American Dream. Yeah, African Dream. Yeah. Um, the Red Rooster. But was he meant to be a comic a comedian? Don't think so. Comic gimmick. Yeah, I don't think so. FBI and ECW. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Blue World Order. I liked. I like Disco Inferno too. Yeah, that was good. It's getting cold down here. Somebody want to come warm me up? But <laughs> Geraldine was coming over. What's she doing? Uh, Tyler Stevens, fuck, Mary, kill, Lodi, sick boy, and Scotty Riggs. Damn, so he's like so dark. I know. Well, Scotty, well, Scotty Riggs was on the clap, didn't he? Didn't he say he, he was always doing the clap in uh, in ECW? He was on the show, so we'll, I'll marry. I'm a bang Riggs. Well, I'd marry him. I don't want to get the clap. I'll marry Lodi because he makes cool signs. That could always come in handy in life. Mm-hmm. And I guess for this kill sick boy, he's already sick. He's already halfway there, you know? Fuck. That's true. I'm out of his misery, I say. Bam. Why is it so cold? 
don't know. It's kind of summer, isn't it? Yeah, it was like really hot out earlier. What's the deal? Laquan Vanderpool Higgins wants to know, are you ready to bow before your queen, Amanita? I don't know who the hell that is. Who the hell's Amanita? Beats me. You got what? With that one. Do you know, Geraldine, who Amanita is? Queen Amanita? I have no idea. Yeah, what the hell are talking about these people? It's well, I think uh, she's uh, the GCW Women's Champion or something like that. Is that real, or did you just make that up? I mean, it, it popped up on the post on Facebook. Oh, That's okay. all I'm going off of memory. I thought you were just being a Weisenheimer, but you might have some mm-hmm. knowledge here. Is Keith Lee the universal title material in the modern era? I think everybody is. That's probably true. I I'll be honest. I I know it's I'm in the minority, but I'm not a big Keith Lee fan. Mm-hmm. I don't like. He's too calm. Calm people freak me out. <laughs> it makes me nervous if people are real calm. I like the people on their edge. Look kind of weird, freaky, and, ah, and drink a lot of cotton. This guy's just calm and cool. Mm-hmm. I'll keep your eye out for Steven like then. Grandpa or something. Well, I do think there's like a seedy underbelly to Steven and Vic. They're too like. <laughs> Here we go again with the seedy underbelly. <laughs> <laughs> well, Vic, I think Steven's more calm than, than Vic. Yeah, I, I mean, I could see Steven as like probably like a secret serial killer or something. Look yeah, at his look face. At guys. You guys say I'm creepy. Look at that. Look, look. God, I'm having nightmares now. Don't wrestle it. Don't. That's a weird word of question. Don't wrestling need the supernatural gimmicks like Abaddon and Fiend and Undertaker? I, I'm. I think it depends on the gimmick. I'm not against mm-hmm. like super all supernatural gimmicks, but you got to have them ground in a little bit of some some type of reality. Yeah. I actually like Abaddon, to be honest. Undertaker had some great, you know, great stuff. Uh, Fiend did, too. There was some of the vignettes I liked. Uh, I think uh, some of the matches go a little too wonky for me. Uh, Four, when will Lance Archer grab the brass ring? I think Mm. they've been doing some good stuff with them, so. Yeah. Give it another year. Jonathan Jackson! Wants to know, would you slide dude bitch ass if he ran up reckless? Um, what would, would you? you slide dude bitch ass if he ran up reckless? I guess you got to. I agree. Good answer. Gotta do it. No one, you don't want people thinking you're a punk. Tyler Stevens wins the DJ Curly Bear album come out. So I guess he wants to win the next one out because the other ones, you know, went platinum. But um, yeah, I should I would like to get another one out to be honest. Just mm-hmm. not just foolish, not just you know tickling your balls. I'm like I like I really want to do well, this. Wait a minute, are you are you telling us that DJ Curly Bear is underneath this mask? No, I'm his producer. Oh. 
You big fan of the DJ Curly Bear? You betcha. How about you, Lexar? I will see it if I could believe it. But I would like to see like uh, bear ears. Bear uh, ears? What? Yeah. It's not a, like a bear. It's not like a bear. bear. So it, bear ears, bear hands, you know, mixing the CDs. This, you is know. Not, this is not the road that DJ Curly Bear wants to go on. We can't well, talk about like maybe maybe he's got he's got to clean up the act, you know. Well, might get canceled I, today talking about the, about the the buttock, so maybe he'll just start being an actual like teddy bear. You might be on to something now. I think about it. Let's start writing some teddy bear raps. Bam! Teddy Ruxman's going to get jealous. Oh, fuck Teddy Ruxman! <gasps> Oh my gosh! This is like the 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 heat between Tupac and and uh, and Biggie, Biggie Smalls. This is another true story. Before the pandemic, I went to my first ever uh, street battle rap. This is not a this is not a spoof. It's true. It's in Boston, Cambridge, mm-hmm. and I witnessed. We was Annabelle and I walking around, and we walked into a battle rap. And uh, we took videos. It was pretty cool. And uh, Annabelle was trying to get me involved in the battle rap. So I said, I got to need practice. So I was going to practice, but then uh, then the, the pandemic happened. So yeah. anyway, maybe I'll start practicing and get in. Because they do it every every month. It used to be an organized like, uh, thing. Like it would happen every month. They Everyone would get together and they had this battle rap. It was pretty, honestly, it was fun to watch. I've never witnessed before the battle rap. I mean, more, normally, you know, growing up in sure, you know this. I mean, it's pretty common knowledge. When I was in the street, it was just, you know, you're just throwing down. Yeah. You know, it was violence. But but now, you know, this is good. This is progress. Now it's battling through, through, through raps. Like, who can spit? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Spit the rhymes. All right, insure. So uh, let's see here. Tyler Stevens says, "Incher ever caught Jack being dishonest? Have I ever caught Jack being dishonest? I mean, this is probably the worst question we ever had here. Of all, of all the bad questions, it's like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Lord, this guy's like questioning like the." There was this one time validity of the whole at the show. fan fest where I was sleeping on the floor with my mattress and I asked Jack, do you have another pillow? And he was like, no other pillow. And then I caught him with three pillows. Three. Well, I, I, I like one for the, I like two under my head. I like my head a little high and I like them a little raised. And I also, true story, I like to sleep with a pillow between my legs. It actually helps your back. I do have a slip disc in my back from years ago. True. And uh, they told me, I'm, you know, could be fine for the rest of your life. Maybe down the road, you might need surgery. I don't know. He said, maybe we can get one of those rocks from the flower bed for you. And sure. That's what then I just beat you over the head with it. <laughs> he wanted that pillow between your legs. He wanted to be the pillow between the legs. <laughs> there you go. No, 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 no. 
Too many fries stuck in there. <laughs> we play a game intro. Go bobbing for fries. <laughs> Tyler Stevens, favorite wrestling brothers. That's a good question. Big favorite fan. wrestling brothers. The Hardy Boys. Good one. The Hearts. Yeah, that's a good one. The Dudleys. Mm-hmm. A lot of good brothers. Yeah. Favorite female wrestler of the 1980s. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. And Medusa's Medusa 80s or 90s? I guess uh, she might be 90s. 80s. Did she start in the 80s? Yeah, she was in the AWA. I remember seeing her in the yeah, AWA. Yeah, Medusa Michelli. So, yeah, Medusa and uh, Sherry. Sherry never had a big run as a wrestler after the AWA because there really wasn't really a women's division, unfortunately. Um, but a great manager, too. So, um, somebody who really, you know, she was around today could have uh, really um, done a lot because she not only was a good wrestler, but lots of personality. Tyler Stevens, favorite. F- oh, we just did uh, What wrestler has the coolest piece of merchandise? It's interesting. The coolest piece of merchandise. Probably Bret Hart with the shades. Mm. That's a pretty good one. That was a nice one. Um, who else? Like that that head that severed head lantern of the fiends. No, well, Al Snow had a head. Was that ever sold? Uh, I don't know. I don't think you're allowed to sell it, like some head at, at the arena in the no. back alleys, maybe. Oh, okay. Hmm. I think Jack had a pretty cool uh, merchandise idea for the boogeyman. Hmm, that's a good point. I never brought up on the show, but I have you know talked about it in the DMs. I laid this down. Uh, these were ideas that actually happened, though. True. This is what he's asking the question. Yeah. So we'll save this uh, excellent idea for an upcoming uh, roundtable where we'll, we'll pitch uh, gimmick ideas, merchandise ideas. Mm. So uh, I know everyone listening now is on the edge of their seat because this is some this is some heavy duty stuff that only me and JJ know about. Mm. Bootios. Booty, that's a good one, Incher. Oh man, there's been a lot of a uh, lot of pictures have come in here while while we're lollygagging. Nah, we don't need to see those pictures. I don't know. Lexar likes them. He told me. Lexar, do we need to see any pictures? There you are, battling the Ultimate Warrior. Uh huh. Incher refereeing. I'm refereeing that oh, one. Yeah, you look like you're having a good time. Mm-hmm. Whoa! What's this? Whoa! Whoa, Nelly! See that? That's uncalled for. That's whoa! Uncalled. Whoa, buddy, buddy! That's a that's a little over the line. Look at she's big. He's 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 stunned. I was stunned too. I've never seen such display of uh, perverse, terrible vulgarness. Is that was that you at the? Is that what you're doing at the strip club? No, there's females there. They don't have penises. I'll be surrounded by tits and booty. Yeah, but aren't there other guys there? Yeah, but... Uh, the, Just think of this. Think of this. Think of this next time you're there. 
yeah, there's the TNA up on the stage, but all around you, all these guys, they're sitting around you all with raging hard dicks. You're in a circle of hard raging penises. Now that you mention it, the club is kind of a medium size, but I could go somewhere else because there are tables scattered throughout the club. There's actually uh, a few tables near the uh, VIP section in the private dances. And you could like private dancer dancing for money. Uh, old music will do. A tune there somewhere. You need to work on that one, Jack. And you can actually peek at the dancer, but you only see like the uh, strippers' legs and the uh, patrons' uh, legs. That's it. I think we need to see that pick one more time. I think he was helping out at the no. club. Uh, yeah. No. He, you're no. All right. Now that I know it's coming, I'll be more prepared. All right. Now everyone's prepared. Everyone's adults here. You know, so take this. This is serious stuff. You know, don't be a don't be acting a child here. You know. Just looking at this for, you know, scientific purposes. Man, still Lexar. Still creeping me out, Lexar, I gotta say. This is this is this is uncalled for. This is terrible. I can't believe you did that. And you could blame the person who made the picture, or you could blame the person who is showing the picture to everybody. And that would be Jackie. That would be the Lord, Jackie Jones. Yeah, we should pull that mask oh off. God, the person thing. who posed for the picture. What the hell are you doing there, Lexar? It's Photoshop. Yeah, he did get goaded into making that pose by Incher. No, nah, I feel I instantly feel oh, bad. I didn't think it would go really that far. I didn't think it'd go that far. Hoots, bro. The, we gotta look into the DMs as the DMs the hoots, going bro. back and forth. He's like, hey, Incher, make him do this face, huh? And you're like, I'll do it. I know exactly what to do. Let's see if there's any DMs between me and Owl. I don't think there is. We could always investigate. Nope, he's still if it, blocked. If it's if it's if it's uh, one said, then it's it's true for the rest of time. He's still blocked. All right. So where are we? So that was an question. interesting question. All right. If you could make a classic eight-bit Nintendo game. This is a weird question to go to after all this shenanigans. If you could beat a class, if you could make a classic eight-bit Nintendo game, beat them up like Double Dragon Two or Ri- River City Ransom. What two wrestlers would star as Player One and Player Two, and what six heels would you choose as end-level bosses? Well, it's interesting. I mean, we see the Slasher Man uh, mm. Gator right there. It's amazing, you know, eight-bit pixel artwork there, and. There probably are games that he's talking about right now in the works as we speak. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How about Hulk Hogan and Ultimate Warrior <laughs> taking on taking on Earthquake as like the first boss? Then, um, King Kong Bundy. That'd be another boss. Then the Road Warriors getting a proper 
introduction into a beat 'em up. Well, yeah. Well, they were in Ninja Gaiden as bosses officially. Mm-hmm. And then as the the main villain, the Undertaker. Oh, yes. The Undertaker and Paul Bear. That would be good, too. Paul Bear could be like helping the Undertaker. Oh, yes. And Rick Rude. You could probably get Rick Rude in there somewhere. Have him as one of the bosses. This is an interesting one. Rick Rude would be a good super macho man, like before, like... The, the the main boss maybe Rick Rude would be like mm. kind of like the in Mike Tyson's Punch Out the Super Macho Man role, right? Trying to find something quick here. How about Soda Popinski? Soda Popinski, that'd be good. Oh, here we go. Did you ever see these, Lexar? <laughs> I'm sorry, Lexar. This is not me. Okay, it's not that bad. That's Guilty good. conscience. These are legends of the Headyverse. We have George South, Ox Baker, Terry Funk, and Paul Bear. That's an appropriate photo. See? Mm-hmm. Appropriate. Created by these hands. I'll probably redo them at some time more the style because I was just practicing at the time, but I still like this. Um, this is a good question, Intra. What finisher did Jack use on Intra in the infamous hotel room when Jack destroyed Intra and uh, put him out for the three? False. False. I believe I gave him the Canadian Destroyer. <laughs> and I said no. It was kind of like a Canadian Destroyer mixed with... Um, the uh, the old Eddie Guerrero uh, move where he did the three rolling Germans. So I gave so I grab I grabbed Intra, I gave him the Canadian destroyer, and I flipped into another one, and then into another one. I don't it was recall. like three rolling Canadians destroyers in a row. Almost as good as Bad Bunnies. There you go. Uh, Peter Williams has the best Canadian destroyer. You never seen mine. I've seen them in the early days of Impact Wrestling. On you've never on, seen on, mine, on bitch. Sports. Oh. He had a spy cam and he saw it. Uh, I wouldn't doubt it. You, you should do a videotape uh, yourself of uh, doing that uh, Canadian Destroyer on somebody else. I can't. All right, Intra. Next time we're together, wh- what about this? We videotape me just, you know, destroying you with moves. You could do that. <laughs> <laughs> you think that's a good idea? That'd be a good idea, yeah. Uh, so I'm trying to find something. Another photo. There is, there is. Oh, here it is. He may need a what? A mod for the chat room. Why? I'm not. I can't look at it at the moment. Oh, okay. Hold on one sec. Isn't the guy who's busy photoshopping all these awful photos? Isn't that one of his roles? No, not in the chat. I don't think he can do anything. No. Look. There he is doing a body slam. Look at this. Boom. Look That's at that body slam. Oh, my gosh. Devastating. Look. Boom. That's excellent camera work, too. That's very true. Look, look whoever caught that. 
intricate that. Just look at this. Well, look up in the air. Boom. He the just, guy never got up. He never, he quit. He never wrestled again. I like the people that are just looking in to see what's like, going they just, on. And then yeah, they, then they walk away. If you if you watch the actual video, then they just walk away after. Yeah. Because they're so terrified. But boom. The, and, and people don't know that Ed Gonzalez was 387 pounds. And I just picked him up like he's nothing. Do you, you see that body slam, Lexar? It's pretty impressive, don't you think? Mm-hmm. You've never mm-hmm. seen a man just body slam a man like that in a movie theater. What strength by Jackie Jones? Exactly. Well, boys, I got to go. I'm going to fucking body slam you if you were here. <laughs> Watch out, right Steven. Right into that bed. Oh, he's got the claw going on. Oh man, Baron claw, or did he just it. join the Dark Order? <laughs> Have a good night. I've good got night. That Nighty night. Steve. That's like a new documentary out of the claw. Uh, it's the about claw. Baron von Rasky. This car has kind of got me pumped. This is Komodo bun. Mm-hmm. When do you think? Laquan Vanderpool Higgins wants to know, Incher, Vic, Lexar, JJ. When you think the when you think the acclaim going to be champ? I guess when do you think the acclaim will be champions? No, I think it's going to be a little while before they actually. Yeah, put I the belt actually on. really like him, but I wouldn't push him into the just right away as champion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe the second and third show that AEW is going to get on TBS, maybe they'll have a different set of uh, tag champs. That's true. It's possible. Oh, they had an excellent line on on the show Mm -hmm. last week when he was taught. He's like, uh, he said something to Moxley about his wife's uh, oral sessions, and and he's going like this. I was like, hell yeah, that's, that's my kind of comedy. It is a bad name. Oh, well. It is since the beginning. Is she trying to? She has to have known that it seems like she's talking about giving blowjobs. Yeah, I mean, come on. Like, why would you? Why? I was just saying when you're female, but when you're anybody, why would you just name your show? It's like, come listen to blowjobs. <laughs> That's bad. It's weird. It's a good way to get listeners. That's true, I guess. But but do you keep listeners that way? Because look. This is my thought. This is why you should think about TNA too. So you tune in like, oh fuck yeah, look at this. Ooh, yeah, go listen to some audio blowjobs. And it's like, oh, she's just talking to this referee. Fuck this. Yeah. But then you're like, man, I really wish I could, you know, watch a, a, or hear some interviews with TNA super, uh, AEW superstars. What's this? Oh shit! This is a thing about blowjobs. I'm not watching that shit. So it pushes away people who would be interested in the content, and then people who are into the sleazy, dirty name. They're like, I don't want to watch this shit. Those fucking interviews. So I'm saying it pushes. That's how I thought about uh, about TNA, intro. Because like people, you get the perverts. Oh yeah. yeah, I'm watching tits and ass wrestling. Then they'd watch it and just be wrestling. And then you'd have people like, I might want to watch a Samoa Joe and AJ Styles. But what the fuck? TNA wrestling, I'm not some sick pervert. Well, thank goodness. The only people you get is Lexar, who's a pervert and a wrestling fan. They did change their name, and everybody stopped watching. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. Oh, I'm just, you know, I'm just saying allegedly. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
I thought TNA stood for testing Albert. No. That would be sweet, the Tested Albert Alliance. It's <laughs> <laughs> just a whole wrestling company built around two guys. One of them's dead. Uh, Brian Matthew Couture wants to know, what are your favorite memories of the Voodoo Kin Mafia? <laughs> I guess Roxy Laveau doing her like uh, shuffle while she's crazy. going down in the ring. That's about all I can remember. They should come back for the voodoo doll stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Laquan Vanderpool Higgins, would you like to see Mae Young get powerbombed off a ladder through a table again? Well, she's dead. You can't see that. What's, what's with it wrong with him? Okay. Oh, I got to look over here at the group. You said something's going on here? Uh, the uh, Oh, I see. The chat. Yeah, I'm sorry. It was not. I forgot. Way to get rid of this. <laughs> But uh, yeah, Lexar, are you hanging in there, my man? You look kind of you look kind of tired. Yeah, I'm about to tap out. Yeah, I can. Unless they show like more photos of me. Man, you're looking forward to this. You like the photos. Well, I'll look quick. Let me look quick on in your head here in the group and see if there's any more. Well, the previous one. You am I boring you, boy? The one with uh, me wrestling with Warrior, it, that was okay. But the one that you know when I did that thing, uh-uh. not cool. You weren't into that. I kind of liked that one. I know you would, because yeah. you're a pervert. No, I know. What? I didn't even see any perversion in it. I mean, yeah, look at that mask you're wearing. That screams perversionist. You know, you're a pervert underneath that mask. I believe one of us is running down to the uh, to the jerk off hole, and one of us is not. With a bunch it, of other dudes. But anyway, here's it. a picture of you, Lexar. Someone took. It's a nice one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My old hair. But that was from last week. Yeah, but how could how I haven't seen that one picture from last week and have your hair from this week? Strange. Is this some type of Time Lord shenanigans here? Looks like it. How did he know you cut your hair and have a picture of it? Are you actually here live or are you a hologram? I think that's from several months back. I don't know. Oh, I want, okay. I want to see that photo again with Songman. Jesus Christ. Songman. Not just here for your enjoyment. Oh, you want to see that one? All right. Just to prove the, Is you know, the last picture you want to see before you go to bed? Yeah. Just to prove it's not about, all about me in these photos. Why are you doing this, Lexar? I don't want this picture up. Why are you being mean? I I didn't realize that was Incher. Jeez. Fogman and Incher are jacked, though. Look at that muscle. Ooh. Looking pretty buff, Incher. You should be happy about it. Lexar looks, I mean, uh, Songman looked a little, uh, like, Mm -hmm. surprised. You know. You should show that to him when he he shows up in your head. There is a rather large television screen behind me here. 
And I do have a computer hooked up to it. Perhaps if somebody would Photoshop some photos, maybe I could display them for everybody on the show. Maybe even the playing fields. Mm-hmm. No one's saying you can't. Yeah, a rather large, you know, number down here, too. Put it right on that. Is it true that Inter is insatiable and he can't get enough? And does he need to find a good boy enough to be loved? I'm insatiable. I can't get enough. I need to find a boyfriend. No, 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 no. I'm good. I'm good. I'm very happy. You missed the days of just just audio and you could hear that song for like 10 minutes straight between segments. (laughs) I actually do. (laughs) I used to like a few of the songs that you used to play, but yeah, not anymore. I would. We would play songs still on the show, but they get flagged and then instantly. Um, how old? Because I think it would be fun too to get our reactions from songs on the show, like old weird wrestling. How old would Intra rather fight Brock or suck a BBC while Jack put him in the Scorpion Deathlock? Why are you even asking that? I didn't know the question until I was halfway through. Uh, come on now. There's got to be something that processes a question before you I said until halfway I was through. I try not to read them. I start reading them, and then boom. At this point. That's, that's honestly true. That's how I read the question. Jonathan Jackson, what is your preferred pronoun? That's what I wrote. When I was started going to my new doctor, that was actually on the on the list of questions. They asked what your pronoun was. Uh, I prefer to be called just sire. My lord. <laughs> Al Lube, thoughts on all the picture and picture ads for, pu- for pubic razors during yeah i noticed it but then i noticed this today it's not just on aw i because yeah. th- it's about the only show i watch but i was um i came home from oh i came home from my my walk and dr pole was on who's this animal doctor and uh, they were showing all these ads for these. It's just pubic razors, just nonstop. Everyone, yeah, I don't think they're that. They're pubes lately. Yeah, that's I know like, what it is. It, I think they figured since the pandemic, since all of that quarantine, and just mm-hmm. got a huge wilderness down there. Yeah, and everybody needs to shave. Oh, it's going to take more than a razor for that. Whoa, oh. man! It just got some thick pubes. I don't manscape at all, but I should, I guess. I don't, I don't know. Seems unmanly. What do you think, Alexar? Do you think I look good with a, with big, thick pubes, or do you think I should uh, trim them up? I don't know. Uh, much like a beard. <laughs> I trimmed the beard quite a bit, actually. It's pretty small at the moment. I almost shaved it off, but I was like, ah. It's really, really small though at the moment. Mm-hmm. It was just about shaved off, but it's, you know. Uh, let's see. Or is this really even me under here tonight? 
It's questionable. Brian Matthew Clutter. Are you a little surprised WWE never tried to pass off Ambrose Moxley as an illegitimate pillman? Same hometown and sort of the loose cannon gimmick. Hmm. Hmm. Nah, I think he did have just as much validity as uh, trying to pass off Dolph, Z- Dolph Ziggler as uh, Kurt Henning's son. Yeah, it I don't wouldn't think. work. I don't think. Yeah. So. that's a hard thing to do nowadays. I think with all this, it's you know, there's this thing now, Incher, in modern wrestling days. It's called the internet. I don't know if you heard about it. But it makes it really easy for people. You know, it used to be back in the day, people were just dumb fucking idiots. They're just they believed everything was real yeah. in the wrestling world. Everything. That. that guy there with that weird accent from Canada, he's got the same last name as that kind of girly fella. Well, they must be the Garvin brothers. They don't. They didn't know. Those dumbasses, dumbass hillbillies. But you couldn't do that today. They're like, ah, we know that's fake. Yeah. Yeah, them hillbillies got iPhones now. Exactly. Al Ulb wants to know what is relic spelled backwards. Holy shit! It's killer. What? This whole time. Oh he's my been, goodness! He's been a murderer. What? They should bring back, bring him back, and they should have a guy. What's murderer spelled backwards? Red rum. Oh fuck! That's from a movie. Oh. Holy shit! They copied this whole angle from a movie. Oh my god! Good lord! Brian Matthew Clutter. Should TNA have booked a wrestler named Genocide to team up with Homicide and Suicide and summon their lord? Sabu. That'd be good. It's always I always liked it, but it's weird when you break it down. He's homicidal. Okay, he like wants to kill everybody. He's suicidal. Okay, he'll even kill himself. He's genocidal. It's like he just wants to kill a whole race of people. Strange. Yeah, it's getting kind of weird. Like, what the fuck's wrong with this guy? And who did what race did he want to kill? Was it because he always he always wanted to beat up Taz? Was he just want to kill all the Italians? All those not us. Let's not get Sabu canceled. I think he's doing enough on his own. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, does Intra agree with the Ultimate Warrior that uh, being um, of the uh, LGBTQ LGBTQing <laughs> doesn't make the world work? No, no, no. Jeez. I think, I think you might have edited that one a little bit. What? That's <laughs> fine. Yeah, I, 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 uh, I've been trying to look, uh, you know, I see stuff. I don't look these over, but while I'm reading them, they start to sink in. Why do birds <laughs> sing so gay when you see a grown man naked and why you're leaving an upper decker? Are we about done with these questions, honestly? <laughs> I mean, come on now. This Here we go. We got some real ones from uh, from our boy, Nikhil. Oh, good God. <laughs> what is only 28? <laughs> only 28. <laughs> There's not really 28. Uh, here's a good question. This is a legit question that we can, we can actually talk about. Our uh, double or nothing predictions. So here's the mattress. This is a good question. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, the Young Bucks 
versus uh, Moxley and Eddie Kingston. I, I'm really looking forward to this personally. I would like to see uh, Moxley and Eddie uh, win the titles. It's very possible that they could win the titles. I'm, I'm thinking that's probably what's going to happen. Nah, Title I don't change. think they're dropping it. I think they'll hold on to it until next year. Maybe Pillman will get involved in the match to Rick even the blue score. Suede belt. Blue suede belt. Mm-hmm. It's nice. My mask. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right. Yeah, that's going to be good, though. Sting, I'm looking forward to this, too. Uh, first Sting match, I think they said in seven years, a live match, and not uh tape one. Uh, Sting and Darby Allen versus Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. I definitely want Sting and Darby in this yeah, I think they should win. I mean, uh, Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky wins, you know? They're not even that well established. Even. Yeah, I was going to say, do they even explain why they... No, yeah, I don't even know why they're teaming up with each I'm other. I'm not sold on the Ethan Page guy. I know, you know, people have told me he's like the greatest. But I, I like him. He's Adam Page's brother. He is? Yeah, just like Christian Cage is Brian Cage's dad. Man, mm. so much family in wrestling. It's cool. I'm glad he didn't get the, the the face from his dad. Oh yeah, yeah. I'd have to make a blue dot for him too. The Pinnacle versus the Inner Circle in a Stampede match, Stadium Stampede match. Now they're going to do a Stadium Stampede live. That's going to be weird. Hmm. Probably not. I don't think it's possible. Yeah, I don't think so either. I really liked the last one. I know it's kind of polarizing, but I had fun with it. Um, I, I think the the um, the inner circle wins because if they lose, they get to split up, and I, I don't see that happening. Yeah, not yet. Miro, what is this? It says Miro or Dante Martin. What's that mean? Versus uh, Lance Archer. Is there something going on? He must be yeah. having a match against uh, Dante. But- Oh, I see. Well, yes. that's a question. I mean, good as if Dante Martin is yeah, going to win it. Dante Martin. Who the fuck are you, Dante, bitch? That's, I'd say uh, Miro's going to win. I think Dante Martin's taking it all. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah, Miro, but I'm looking forward to this one, too. I'm, I'm really, this is, people say you're a really Mark. Fuck you. That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point, Jack. <laughs> I think I, I agree. I, I think <laughs> I showed them. <laughs> Hangman Adam Page versus Brian Cage. Page and Cage. Page in a cage. Put it in a cage. Exactly. The the rate. He should be Brian Rage Cage. Mm-hmm. Versus the Sage Adam Page. For all the wage. Um, this one I'm not necessarily looking forward to, but sometimes Brian Cage has surprised me. Lately, he's been better. I was not really big on him, but recently he's been pretty good. Um, hmm, this is interesting. I'll, I'd like to see Adam Page win, but I kind of think Cage will win. The Casino Battle Royal for a future AEW World Championship match. It's uh, Christian Cage, Matt Seidel, Powers Hobbs, Penta El Zero, Miedo, Jungle Boy, Matt Hardy, Mark Quinn, Isaiah Cassidy, The Blade, Evil Uno, Colt Cabana, 
Colt Cabana, Preston Vance, Griff Garrison, Brian Pillman Jr., Max Caster, Anthony Bowens, QT Marshall, Nick Comorato, Dustin Rhodes, Lee Johnson, and a wrestler to be announced. Uh, I think Christian is winning. So everybody from Dark. Exactly. Wait, so what was that thing that Scorpio Sky won? What? What was that thing that Scorpio Sky won? I thought he won the... The, yeah, he that, won the, the brass ring, but that never led to anything, did it? I guess that landed, led to Ethan Page. I mean, I don't I don't get it. Yeah, it's never yeah, I thought that was supposed to be for a title match. I don't think it ever went anywhere. I think Christian will win this. But yeah, that didn't go anywhere, unfortunately. They, they've done that a lot with a Scorpio starting to stop pushes. I, I like him. Yeah. I like him better without Page. I think Christian will win. It gives him some reason to be here. Mm-hmm. That is true. He is There's kinda... actually a lot of good guys in it, though, like Jungle Boy could win, Powerhouse Hobbs. But Pillman would be a good underdog guy to win, and I think I personally actually would like to see Dustin win. I think Dustin, you could still have a good uh, main event run with Dustin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cody versus Anthony Agogo. Cody, I hope. I don't like this Anthony Agogo guy. He's got a lot to prove. This is his time to prove it because right now I like I think he has charisma, but is the absolute shits in the ring. So this is his point. This is his chance to prove he's not just nothing. Well, I mean, boxers have famously been bad at wrestling. So yeah, but this guy's like I I don't know if you can be like pretty bad in in this company and like yeah be on like a main event spot. Like a like on the big pay per view. Yeah. Well, you know, though, uh, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe he's he's got more in him than what I've seen. Maybe what I've seen has not been good. Yeah. Hikaru Shida versus Doctor Britt Baker. I would like to see a uh, Britt take the title. It's possible too, because isn't she about to celebrate a year with the title? I like I think so. they announced that she, on this Impact, she's gonna celebrate a year with the title so i could see him taking it off of her right after that like yeah i think brit's the best all-around woman in AEW. not only she's decent and they're not great but she's decent but she's definitely a very good uh personality mm-hmm. uh, and then she you know coming off that big uh match even though she lost it but the big uh yeah she's pretty popular right now yeah uh, and then the main event, Kenny Omega defend the title versus Orange Cassidy and Pac. Uh, I want, I want my boy Orange Cassidy to win. I don't foresee it, but it'll be a pretty good match. Mm-hmm. I kind of want Kenny to keep it. I don't want. I'm pretty sure he's going to keep it. I think so too. Yeah. I, uh, me personally, I I want my boy Orange Cassidy to take it. I would save an eventual Orange Cassidy uh, title reign, though, f- like for. Uh, a show with a big audience and a singles match. Bye-bye, Lexar. Good night, Lexar. That, that Lexar is kind of a punk, huh? <laughs> what, what got him in such a bad mood? I yeah, wonder. I wonder. Yeah. <laughs> I miss many. He's lazy. He went to sleep here. It's only like midnight. We got another four or five hours in us. There you go. 24 yeah. hours. Let's do it. Oh my gosh, you all are cutting out. Oh no. Hot <laughs> son Adnan Verk leaving the WWE. 
I'm sorry. Oh who? yeah, he was only he was announcer for like a couple of weeks, and I have no idea oh, why did he leave. Do they have any information why he left? Because he's Adnan Verk. He's like I'm better than this shit. Yeah, he got better offers. No, I, I don't guess. know. I don't know. It does. I I don't care really. But <laughs> yeah, he called Raw for a few weeks, and he's already gone. So I'm gonna be honest, and I know people will not agree, but. Um, that guy that everyone was praising, like saying he, I, I didn't see his match. Pat McAfee. Yeah. I think he's a terrible announcer. You don't like him? No. I think they I thought his, his podcast would translate over to, uh, commentating. It's not the way it works. He's not good. I just find, I don't, I haven't listened to a lot. It's just like the pay-per-views and a couple clips. I just find him annoying mm-hmm. and not in a good way. It's just, I don't know. Maybe if I watch it more, he grow on me, but I'm not liking it. Uh, released the statement via Twitter on his exit. Why can't they just tell you what he said? These sites got to <laughs> blow this shit up. Jesus Christ. Yeah, really. How else can they get clicks? They just tell you what they say. Just do it. Just well, you guys would still click it. I have to scroll through all this bullshit to read a thousand pop-ups. <laughs> Thanks to WWE for a wonderful opportunity. The weekly travel along with my other jobs has a grind for me and my family. I am grateful to everyone at the company, especially Graves and Brian Saxon, for being such fantastic teammates. You know what I say? How many jobs did the guy have? Why Dead did he take me. another one? Fuck this. Don't guy. even know him now. Forget him. Screw him. The hell with him. The only Adnan worth a damn in wrestling is General Adnan. That's right, because he came on the show. Exactly. So if this guy came on the show and told us why he left, I might care about him. I but contacted I General care. Adnan. It was like a year or two ago for something. I was going to see if he'd come back on, but his uh, emails and his telephone number didn't work. So I don't know. He maybe he's like, I don't want these guys ever contacting me. Dang. But I don't think there's many Adnan interviews out there. That's true. We did have one. Rumors are a few NXT call-ups. Who would you like to see on the main show? I said this every week. I don't think you can even call it the main show anymore. NXT is a TV show. They're really all equal. They're all on television now. Mm-hmm. But I understand what he's trying to say. None of them. I think they're all better off staying on NXT. Probably, yeah. If I watch it, there's probably some big goof who's not too great. He would be better off on on the on one on Raw or something, but. I mean, look at look at the guys who are there. Has any of them, like, for the last couple of years done this shit? I'd say Taya Valkyrie. She should come up, but that's it. Just her. Nobody else. Is she hot? I said Johnny Mundo's wife. Mm-hmm. Johnny Drip Drip. Johnny Drippy Drip. Uh, we did this one uh, so about Velveteen Dreamer. Thoughts on Jim Ross' comment about who the best in the world is? And then he replies, um, I don't know who – if you're going to ask these questions, tell us what they said because I'm, I'm just the host of a show. It's, you guys think I follow this stuff. I don't yeah, really. Said, I know I should, but I don't. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what he said. Um, I did say Jer- – as he says here, Jericho uh, – said Omega is the best in the world. I'm fine with someone saying that. I think he's very good. He's not probably my favorite, but uh but um he's very good. I think you can I don't think you can deny that he's good. Who who would you say is the best in the world right now, Winter? The best
best in the world right now? He probably said Orton, I bet. Paul White. Who did he say? I wonder. I don't know. That is, makes curious if the chat room could help us out. But I, I would say the best in the world is right now. Uh, probably. I, I might honestly say Roman Reigns. Yeah, Roman Reigns is good. Two years today since the first AEW Double or Nothing. Any memories of it and how you felt after it finished? Uh, I was happy that it came off and it was a good show. Good times. Good times. I'll Everybody be going to someone it. here in the near future. Money in the bank. Because thanks to my boy, my pal out there, Chai Tell Matt, wants to fly me on out. There's a female listener who wants to meet up. Oh, yeah? It's in Chicago. Hopefully you didn't kill me. You never know. Uh, Money in the Bank <laughs> is the first pay-per-view back with fans. Any memories of the Money in the Bank? I hate yes. the Money in the Bank. Just in general. Any memories? <laughs> yep. Uh, there's yes. a briefcase that hangs above a ladder. Mm. Mm. And you gotta climb up to get it. That's my memory. But it was a great I like when, and it was very fun the first few years. But to me, it's run its course. I, I don't like it. I, I like when Otis won the money in the bank, but then they screwed him out of it. Fucked him over. Yeah, screwed him out of it. Bend Otis over and fucked him out of the money in the bank. And kind of what they did. Didn't he kill a couple people to get to it though? Oh man. Right. I could have sworn a few people fell off of Titan Towers there and died. Oh, that's right. I thought you yeah. meant he was get some. some well, isn't it Ray Mysterio and Alexander Black? Shiv like too cold and started stabbing people. I think it was Ray and Alexander Black. Think about it. Ray Mysterio got killed. He got thrown off of Titan Towers and he died. Then he had an eye poked out and he's still here. So you're saying he's the toughest well. wrestler in the world? <laughs> I believe so. Yeah. And now he's a tag champions with his son. Hey, see. First, first father-son tag team champions. Death and mutilation come a long way. Don't you think if you had a hardcore match in a wrestling company currently, you'd, you'd do a spot where a guy pulls out uh, um, chopsticks and stabs a guy? It would be a great callback mm -hmm. to, the, to the episode. It would be. Um, Kofi Kingston versus Drew. Winner faces Lashley at the next pay-per-view. Well, apparently it's just a three-way already. Yeah, not excited. Will you be watching AEW Rampage when it starts in August? What, what, what is it going to be on TBS? Because well, no, Dynamite's moving to TBS, and then Rampage will premiere on TNT. Mm. Isn't it like on Fridays at like eleven o'clock or something? Yeah, I'll, I'll probably DVR it, but I guess if I could tape it, I might tape it and watch it. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I haven't watched the other shows, but I, I like AEW. But um, it does worry me adding so many, so much more content. Mm -hmm. But that's, I'll, I'll try to watch both the shows on actual television. Yeah. If you'd rate AEW Dynamite out of ten, one being the worst, ten being the best, what would you rate it? And it's less than two years history. Well, I've said this before. It actually has gotten me into actually wanting to watch wrestling again. I look forward to it every week. 
Uh, I mean, is it the greatest wrestling ever ever seen? No, but it's the most entertaining of the last few years. For I'd me. probably give it a solid eight. Yeah, solid that works. Have you seen the film Training Day starring Denzel Washington? And do you have any memories of it? Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's a good movie. It was all right. Yeah. I like Denzel. The guy's a, I think that guy's going somewhere. I think he's going to make it. I think so. I think he's so. got one hell of a snap suplex. Mm-hmm. Do you think he would? Do you think he'd ever get into wrestling? Him and Bad, Bad Bunny could team or something? No, he's too old. Favorite arcade game you played when you were a youngster? Probably Turtles. <laughs> Actual Turtles? Like the oh Ninja Turtles? Four player Ninja Turtles. That or X Men? Or I like Donkey Kong really well. I like Gauntlet. Uh, you could play with up to four people in it. I was a big D&D fan. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. That was a time crisis, Mark, with the guns. Just yeah. uh, Street Fighter 2. I was never into the, the fighting games. Oh, I was big on Street Fighter. I think they, they came around right when I was starting to not uh, do the arcades. I started getting into Mortal Kombat, and I liked the first one, but then the second one I didn't I didn't get too much into. But uh, um, the first one I know pretty well. Yeah, once the console started rolling out, it was like, yeah, screw the arcade. It's 45 years since... Since the day Star Wars A New Hope came out. No, it's 45 years since Star Wars came out. It wasn't fucking called New Hope. Man. It's called Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Any memories watching the film when you were younger? No. You know, oh, yeah. All the time, many times. Went to the drive-in to see it. I've oh, watched yeah. one Star Wars movie, and that was, at the time, called the worst one. So, no. Hey. I watched The Phantom Menace and I didn't like it. And I think that soured my. Yeah, uh, that was a bad one to start on. Oh, yeah. Watch the, watch the first three. Now, now, man. Just do it. <laughs> or don't. It don't really matter. I like them. I grew up with them. I watched them a long time, but I grew up with them. I like them. Yeah, they were good. I love the figures. You had all the figures. They were like a thing in our family where it was just like. It's a good time to know that Star Wars is on the TV and we can watch it. And you know, I would just, just everybody would get together and watch it. Times. Um, you know, back then the movies would play, you know, they wouldn't just come out and then they'd be in them. They would play them again, you know, at the drive in every year. Mm-hmm. That was always fun. And then I remember when they first released on, you know, on home video is a big deal. And, you know, eventually, notoriously, they were put out in all different versions. But yeah, I mean, that's a big part of my childhood. Have you ever been asked to join a cult? Uh, no. No. In fact, when I was in uh, L.A., uh, we'd rented an apartment off Hollywood Boulevard, and it was right across the street from a Scientology church. And they would bother everyone to walk by and try to get them to watch a free movie, which turns out to be like some kind of recruitment thing. And then when I was out there again, uh, two years ago, it was almost the same area we stayed, where I stayed. I was just me that time. 
And um, but anyway, the point was they they would bother everybody, but both times they never bothered me. And I, I kind of at first I was relieved, but then I kind of get like get pissed. It's like mm. am I not good enough for this for Scientology? I guess not. What's their problem? Why did they stop the NWA fan fest? Because this guy's a crook. I haven't really heard. Uh, do you know any reason? I think they, they. I think they. They kept going after we stopped. But the guy's a crook. Greg Price is a crook. Uh, favorite memories of the in your headboard, the old in your headboard. I mean, you know, it's where we all met for the most yeah. part. I like Wacko Bob there. Some good Those stuff. good times. Yeah. That's where we first met Al Ool Ventures boy. He's the blue guy back then. Mm. He started out as a troll to me. I don't know if you remember this intro. He used to be a big intro mark and he would like bash me. Well, he's very flip-floppy then, isn't he? Yeah. He says, according to, to lore, that I didn't sell his uh, his ribs. Mm-hmm. And then he flipped over to you. I will say he is a, a rather poor sport, though. <laughs> he is a very poor sport. Because if you come back sport. at him, he just he gets he gets a very butt hurt. Mm-hmm. And then he um then shows get uh, banned. Shows never get banned from YouTube, but somehow a show got banned. How did that happen? A show hmm. got banned on YouTube? No, there was a strike against one of the shows. Oh, oh, oh. How did that happen? Hmm. Seems very suspicious to me. Somebody can dish it out, but they cannot take it, yeah, I guess. It's not ad-friendly. Not ad-friendly. Yeah, whatever. Does Dobbs need a lady in his life? If so, shall we all put in money and get him a Thai bride? Is that how that works? Uh, I think you got to know him for several years and then go over to their country and court him and all that and then come back. It's it's a whole process. And then I showed that picture earlier. My cousin, he's half Thai because my, uh, my aunt is from Thailand. But my uh, uncle passed away a few years ago but the, mm-hmm. when he's younger he uh met her when he was uh, in the military when yeah, he was over is, in thailand this is a big misconception you just don't put the money down and they just put a girl on the plane that's not how it works yeah this is i mean that's not how this he actually met this person while he was stationed in thailand and then oh yeah military. well i was just saying the dobbs thing though yeah yeah um, we we could just give money can buy a whore. That's true. That he said work. a lady, Jack. Oh, uh, we could get him a lady of the night. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you think he's like Jack the Ripper though? Because he's from that area. Could be. You never know. You never know. When does Intra think the next Grand Theft Auto game will come out? Oh, jeez. I don't know. I, the, 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 the way people, I, I know it's a big game and everything, but the way that like the, the culture's changed, I mean, would it be acceptable nowadays? I don't know. But they just make it friendly. <laughs> I guess they could, but I know they would get 
a lot of people would be like, what the hell? But like Grand Borrow Auto. If you don't. Why don't they just but, make it out like borrowing cars? Just like, submit, hey, sir, can I please have this car? Yeah. Then you like the joyride, you joyride going out in the malt shop. Mm-hmm. 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 I just don't know if it would work very well nowadays because the last one was pretty explicit and in, in, in a sense with a lot of things and like, well, people accept it nowadays. I don't know. I guess they could clean it up and then like release one, but I've honestly never played one. So I don't know. I mean, I, there's a lot of like the storyline is very uh, controversial. Did anything like Leisure Suit Larry? I played those back in the day. Uh, probably they were pretty, you know, pretty out there. They get the uh, women with the hoo hahs. You know what I'm saying? Well, you, you can pick up like uh, hookers in this, and but yeah, and then take them behind the scenes and have your way with them. Whoa! Uh, and uh, it doesn't show it a whole lot. I don't approve of this. But I, I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of things in Grand Theft Auto that I don't know if they would be able to get away with nowadays. Hot damn! Not not like that I'm. A, you could uh, go buy your whore. You know, scared. But when would the next one come? I bet it won't be out till 2023, probably if they do release another one. You heard it here, folks. I think they will release another one, but I, I just. I think they're going to tone it down a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. I think it'll still be the same stuff. Because I mean, I video games are weird. They did. They they are kind of like they fly underneath the radar with a lot of things. Oh yeah. Oh no. It's it's a lot of bad stuff that happens. A lot, games, this, but... a lot of things are people say we want this canceled. Yeah, and it's just yeah. does it ever go anywhere? <laughs> a lot nah. of times, no. Yeah. Just like people wanting you know UFC to be outlawed because it was I too mean, brutal. You know, it's it's just you know South Park is still in the air. Yeah. So, I mean, almost everything really is. Uh, did anyone ever poop their pants in school? Poop <laughs> their pants in school, you say. Yeah. Who would this be a question directed to? Well, everyone here. Do you have any what, Vic, do you have any memories of uh, shitting Vic. your pants? <laughs> Vic, did you ever poop your pants in school? <laughs> I, I I don't know why they would want to ask you this question, but that's that's the that's what I'm getting out of this. Oh no, I've never me. I've never done it. Grew up in school one time, but oh man, I remember I remember a classmate peed his pants in class. That was pretty embarrassing. Nah, in school is pretty much ironclad. If you had to go, just go. So it's like, yeah, I don't really need your permission, teacher. I'm up. Yeah, ours was pretty like much like that too. Yeah. I poop my pants daily. <laughs> On purpose or <laughs> I just I just walk through the door and just went. Ah. Just to show a rebellion. Just exactly. ah. now you're all <laughs> stuck with my stench. Man, name me one food you dislike. You egg rolls. Like... I hate egg rolls. Yeah, I like egg rolls. There's not too many food I dis. I do not like innards. I don't like the taste of like hearts and liver. I don't like coconut. What? Yeah. Coconut? Any like I don't like the texture of coconut. If it's coconut flavored, I'm normally fine. But like, I don't like bull balls. Like just the the texture of coconut, really, I hate it. A weirdo. I don't like coconut. Never, never 
like black olives. Oh man, I love olives. I actually have a big thing of olive jubilee upstairs. You got green ones, black ones, all the Mediterranean spices, some olive oil. Can't do that though. People say I'm being Uh-oh. flashing the white supremacy. <laughs> Todd Steven. If Jack was tied to the track, if Jack was tied to the tracks and the only person around to save him was Incher, would he do it? Even though the sign clearly states it's against the law to walk the tracks. I, I actually have a lot of problems with this. Question. So this is whether I would actually get on the tracks kind of question to save your life. Okay. See, I took it as it makes no like you were, you would be like, mm, got to teach him a lesson, let him get killed. But I was just say it doesn't make any sense because I wasn't not mm. walking the tracks and tied to the tracks. But you make a valid point. You think you're I think you're looking at the question properly, and that mm. is will you break the law by walking the tracks to save my life? Now, I would think any reasonable person would yeah. break a misdemeanor. I, I would break I would save your life. I would undo you from the tracks. I may make you admit that. I'm the man for it. No, no. I'd be like, who's the man, Jack? No, I would would just let get run over because (laughs) who's the man? This this is the point of the story. I would say this clearly proves my point, Incher, because I could hear this train and I would get the fuck off the tracks, but someone tied me up here. Like I said, the only way you're going to get hit by a train is if you get, of, you're tied up or you're you're you know, drunk off your ass. It's kind of like that story, Jack. If my a tree mind, falls in the woods, would Incher tell would the get truth? Would me murdered? I'd be like, I cannot, I cannot tell this guy he's right when I know he's. I'd is. say he was walking on the tracks. You're gonna lie, minding his own business, and the train just hit. You just proved that you're a liar. You would lie about my death. Would I lie to you? Just to get subscribers on your YouTube channel. What? How's that tie into it? Well, I haven't told the like, train hey story. Guys, I gotta go go listen to One Inch Biceps on YouTube. I'm gonna tell a story <laughs> of of the death of Jack. Maybe you like these websites. They don't just say, "Hey, Jack's dead." Like, click on this site. Someone he had it. his headphones on, playing hopscotch on the railroad tracks, and just did it. Well, anybody out there, if the, if I if I'm found murdered, I want I want Al Uber remember the time code and everything. Right here at mm-hmm. this point in time, Incher just admitted to it because it's important to me if I ever get murdered on a train track. I want people to know that I wasn't just walking the track and got killed. Either I was depressed and I killed myself. This is this is the important things in my life, or um, I was you know I, I was out of my mind on drugs or some nayer do well killed. This is just a preemptive strike. He's trying to cover up that he was walking the railroad tracks and he just got hit by the train. Impossible, impossible. How do you think Valvinus will hold up in jail? I mean, the like it, it would only work for me if you had like the winning Powerball ticket in your pocket, and then like people be like, "He just won the Powerball. Why would he go out and get hit by a train?" <laughs> you know. Well, it's more about it's more about winning than the money. It's just like hell yeah. I'll have to say though, this makes me think of something else. One of the the dumbest movies I think that's ever been made. I watched a few days ago. 
And in this movie, Angelina Jolie gets hit by lightning twice. I saw the same movie and I agree 100%. I said this is so stupid. And some of the I thought was great. <laughs> she gets hit by lightning yes. twice. It's so fucking, it's just dumb. <laughs> for one thing, who the hell ever, they, they act like <laughs> running in the rain and is like the most dangerous thing in the world. Who, who here hasn't been out in a thunderstorm? Okay. I know yeah. it's possible you're going to get hit by lightning and you're probably not going to go outside. But if you're running from your life about to get killed, you're going to run away and you're not going to be, oh shit, there's thunder. And mm. she's running through a field and gets struck, but like you said, twice. And it just gets up. Then they outrun the fucking, the fire. They outrun a forest fire. The, 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 and well, then they alert if you yeah, care about the whole fucking I don't care this movie's dumb as shit it is pretty dumb <laughs> what's the name of the movie dumb and, and, and if you're in a pond that People burning fires it. wouldn't the water boil yeah that that survive a forest fire they jump in a shallow pond and then just float there for I guess like a day <laughs> where they they like lay under the water and uh-huh. then every 20 seconds they stick their head up and breathe and then go back into the well there's a giant inferno for miles and this is how they survive that you know like interested there's the plate that now obviously if you're way down the water the whole pond's not gonna boil but if you're right up there at the top you're gonna plus all the smoke is right there this is not gonna work you're not gonna be able to do that for hours because the guy who was up in a tower with a gas mask died from the smoke but the people in the fire sitting in a sitting in a lake are totally fine. You got me interested. What's the name of the movie? Those that wish people me. who want you dead. I think those <laughs> that wish me dead. People yeah. that wish me dead. Yeah, Jesus. it was pretty moronic. A friend of mine who makes movies, an independent filmmaker, was gushing about the movie. I was like, "This is a dumbass movie." And you're like, I thought it was fantastic. I was like, oh, brother. Yeah, when she was running through the field and lightning bolts was just going. <laughs> yeah, and they do a thing where one runs ten feet or something, and the other one runs, and it's like, yeah. come on, like they. I understand it's possible you get hit by lightning, but they make it seem like it's like this, this like super common occurrence if you're out in the thunder uh, thunderstorm. Well, she was in the tower, and the tower got struck by lightning, and then. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then she's she running in the field. Actually, again. herself gets struck while she's running. It was so ridiculous. And then she's just fine. He's like, she's like, oh no, I'm okay. Like, come on. No, you get struck by lightning. You're fucked up. <laughs> you know what? Now that I think about it, every time I've been in a thunderstorm, I've never thought about being struck by lightning. No, I, I've been I've honestly been outside many times, especially in my youth in the thunderstorm. And- yeah, something like that that's like the last thing on your mind. Oh, I wonder if I'm gonna get struck. It's like yeah, who I mean, cares? <laughs> didn't they have to fly a kite with like a keychain on it to, 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 to simulate a lightning strike yeah it's like it's i mean it is technically possible but they always say like to win the lottery it's like the same odds it gets struck by lightning twice so so twice yeah she could have won you know million she Should've this is her luck. she either could have won you know a hundred million dollars in, in the powerball or been struck by lightning twice and They're she lying. chose lightning. Crazy. What a dumbass movie. Why she's being like hunted by killers mm-hmm. in the forest fire. Very bad odds that this would happen. Oh, what a bad dumb. Movie. That was so dumb. It wasn't even enjoyably dumb. It was just dumb, I think. <laughs> I did watch it all though for some reason. Yeah. I watched with my mom. 
Um, why are there so many more questions this week than last week? Because Incher's here, and they want to know Incher's opinion. That's just Jackie Jones. There you go. Don't know if I'm if I'm, if I'm blessed to have that or not. <laughs> What's the hardest your cocks? No, no, no. What's the hardest question you have ever had to answer? The hardest question I ever had to answer? Yeah. Probably the ones that I don't answer. So <laughs> <laughs> the ones we skate past were just like. Da, 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 da. I think when they asked me why I love Incher, because like the reasons are so deep. Oh, I see. To express into words. How many children will be saved by the takedown trafficking wrestling event? That's from Brian Matthew Clutter. Um, hopefully a lot. Yeah, we hope uh, no one's trafficked, but I don't know how a wrestling show is going to do much. But whatever. Tyler Stevens, would you watch a sitcom where Marty Jannetty, Val Venus, and Buff Bagwell were cellmates? Oh, yeah. That would be, that'd be sweet. Yeah. i watch that. He's just sitting there lying. Poor Buff's got himself in some trouble, but he did do some pretty bad stuff from what I heard. Yeah. Like he just fled like a scene. Yeah, hit and run, and he's yeah. like on, and he's drunk. He looked like Scott Hall in that uh mugshot. Mm. That's just a typical drunk look. Yeah, it could be, honestly. Entropy <laughs> knows that look well. From looking in the mirror. No, no, from from his time at the drunk tank. Well, that too. But could have special guest stars like Teddy Hart and Alberto Del Rio, like HBO's Oz. Yeah, Alberto, I think, is like the hardcore guy though. He just come in and like, you know, he's like making people's his bitch. Like the guy made Beecher's bitch and like shanking people mm. other people seem fun loving criminals but alberto's like he's like keeping people prisoner and stuff him and um and hard body harrison is he out now could we get hard body harrison on the show i don't know if he's I, I doubt he's out but yeah how much time do you get for you know being keeping people slaves would we really want him on the show <laughs> yes let's see let's then see if hard him body's him. out <laughs> So, well, what are your memories of uh, Sonny Siaki? <laughs> Do you remember that match you had with Lash LaRue? Oh, and by the way, what is it like, you know, keeping white slaves? Is he out? Yeah, he was sentenced to life in prison for his part in the sex can trafficking. You, can, and- you get a, can you get a, someone in prison on a podcast? Is that possible? on a podcast what do you mean yeah like could, could we interview him on the show could we get him to like be if he's in prison yeah, maybe? yeah. i don't know could maybe he, he probably could i mean i don't think the call will last that long but yeah. you probably can get it him to call segment. <laughs> our five minutes with with the hard buddy harrison i mean i'd be pretty bored if i'm just sitting in jail why not yeah i we i mean i remember we actually did try to get charles manson on without your head so i guess it's possible um, besides Tyler Stevens, besides in your head, who has the best wrestling interviews? Besides uh, us, probably Friday Night Fever. That was good, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I don't know what happened to Buck. I hope he, I think he must be back. I haven't heard from him in like a year. Maybe we'll have to call the 
prison that he's in or one one last you know show but i think he went back i'll find out if you can do interview with with someone doing life in prison Mm-hmm. We can get back to come on. Oh, he's doing life. Yeah, I think so. Well, three strikes and you're out. You know. Oh my goodness. Uh, Jonathan Jackson would Jack defend Incher if he saw the girl that beat little OIB to near death with little resistance or effort on her part, return to to assert her dominance over him? Hmm. Well, first of all, I would like. That's to a very interesting you. question, Jonathan. Yeah. First, I, I would like to get a little bit of that on video. Uh-huh. But I would defend Incher, you know, from any like, like, uh, any like life threatening injuries or anything, <laughs> any type of permanent damage. A little bit, you know, just a little bit of roughing around up. That would be, you know, that's just comical. But, you know, anything. Oh, like he'd that. have popcorn and he'd just sit down and be like, <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I wouldn't here I said all I would do to you is just you're gonna you want to see me mind. murdered and then and then frame me for suicide and then like and then what? make you like the, the do that? I don't remember that. It's like this real dark up. stuff. I just want to see you get beat up a little bit, making things up and ma- put it on YouTube, making it up and then share it, you know, and have it go viral so your family's humiliated but i don't you know it's not like that dark it's just like you know a little bit of a little bit of you know lighthearted ribbing Owl, do jack and intra still think that the covid vaccine is safe now that william shakespeare has died what yeah he recently just died from covid <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> okay Look. yeah i'm good with it Man. God damn, I can't believe William <laughs> rest in peace, William Shakespeare. Tyler, that guy isn't then you know though, to be honest, that guy's been had a hit for a while. That's true. Yeah, he's no he bad bunny. Like six hundred years ago or something. Tyler Stevens. If, Maybe uh, he was the ghostwriter for those that wish me dead. <laughs> could be. Tyler Stevens. I you know, I do think about this sometimes. If you could resurrect like someone from like the past, like a great storyteller. And you show them like some modern movie, like what would they think? They'd be like, "Oh my god, just put me back in the grave! I do not <laughs> want to know any of this." This is a total ripoff of my old work. <laughs> That's true too. Yeah. Tyler Stevens, if Incher's parents signed him to be on the standby, if Incher's parents signed him on to be in standby me. When it came time to film the walking the track scenes, would he walk off the set or would he do it? <laughs> it's a movie set, though. It's I mean, that's a controlled environment where they get everything approved. So yes, I would walk on the tracks. Yeah. Now, do you have like a like a do you have like a like a phobia of the tracks? Like, if you see no. him start like getting all sweaty and. No, at least that's my answer for the show. <laughs> uh, Dobbs wants to know, have you guys checked the inside of your ass? And do you have a magic bus in there? Do we have a magic bus in there? <laughs> There's a picture. Here. <laughs> it's it's a comical picture. Don't get too worried. It's uh, The magic school bus could be inside your ass right now and you have no idea. So it's like a problem people are having, like a school bus filled with children get in your rectum. 
Maybe that's what happened. Uh, they told me I had diverticulitis, but maybe it was really a magic school bus. Hmm. How about that? Children. Hmm. Hmm. Tyler Stevens, has Jack found the critter that was eating his shelf snacks? I'll be honest, during the show, I actually saw something running across the uh, top here. Um, was, I think it was a mouse. Um, his shell snacks and no, no one ate my bootios. They're not down. They're not down here. I probably good reason. Good thing I didn't bring them down here. Someone might have ate the bootio. Yeah, really. Uh, <laughs> is he waiting for it to become mummified? Um, if it, if it was upstairs, I'd set a trap. I'm not that concerned about something down here in the basement. I just won't have anything edible down here anymore. Um, yeah. Owl, unless it's like really getting around. But if it's just a mouse running around, I'm not that worried about it. Owl, so in 2020, we had hard to kill. In 2021, we had under siege. So my question is, who's the Steven Seagal mark at Impact Wrestling? Johnny Swinger! That's the one. That's him. Johnny Swinger. Ah, stop it. Weird. Tyler Stevens, tell us a time when you were hot dogging it. Right then. I was that was kind of hot dogging, I think. I hot dog it all the time when I come out here on the show. Just when Ari got fired from WWE. I just started hot dogging it. You were fired from the WWE? No, when Arn got fired, I started hot dogging it. I got you. When I met Arn and when he was working for WWE, he was very, just seemed like a mean bastard. But then when I met him uh, at the Fan Fest, after he left WWE, he seemed like a really nice guy. And people told me there that he was, the new one personally, was he, they all said he's a totally different person since leaving WWE. WWE makes you miserable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Tyler Stevens, tell us a time when you were turtle heading or prairie dog in it. I don't know what that means. That means when you're fighting, taking a poop in your pants. You're like, you know, holding back. So this is your butthole and this is the poop. It's like, it's just like, it's kind of just kind of popping in and out. Yeah. No, I didn't think it could get any creepier than the tongue through the mask, but I think it <laughs> I think it has. Um all the time, yes. <laughs> so it's like the like boop 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 <laughs> oh, oh no this is a wrestling show wrestling related this is wrestling <laughs> you deserve it i'll be honest I never really have that problem people when i drink a lot of coffee if you guys might not know this about me and every time i post on facebook people always talk about like oh you're gonna poop your pants and i've never had this issue about drinking coffee making me have to poop but I, I, is that a thing i guess so huh weird Maybe it's like the hot liquid and the steam that kind of loosens things up. And then, well, since I was reconnected in my innards, because I had, you know, uh, 14s of my colon removed, and then they took, uh, they protruded part of my intestine out of my belly, and then they had a colostomy bag. So 
my poop would just pop out of my stomach into a bag. It was bad times. Then they reconnected me and sewed it back up. Ever since then, Incher, works like a champ. It's no never, what well, it's never, you know, it's never, uh, you know, and it's never, it's just when I gotta go, I go, and it's this man comes right just out. the flow, yeah. So, there you go. I'm regular, as, as the kids say, there the you old go. folks, say. Yeah. the bowels of a young man now, I'm sure, <laughs> the bowels of a champ, uh huh. <laughs> also heat and healthy a lot of vegetables i think uh helps a lot of gas though because i eat a lot of uh you know uh, veggies a lot of brussels sprouts so there you go all right so you know, we're really covering all the wrestling tonight mm-hmm, we are we're going we're getting down to the nitty-gritty well, okay we're about halfway through the questions now so we're getting to the second <laughs> half Last question. I'm just kidding. kidding. (laughs) Kyler Stevens, should they bring back WCW and make it a seniors wrestling federation? No. If you're going to do it, you can't make it seniors. But I think the time has passed to uh, bring back WCW. Yeah, it has. It's dead. Who could still go in a seniors federation? Um, I, I, I just don't think you... I think anytime you really label any any group like i honestly think you shouldn't do the cruiserweights and stuff because you label them different than the rest of the company mm. and they immediately look like they're not as good and the same way if you really did a seniors thing they would oh yeah this is the old time wrestling so if you in wrestling one of the beauties of it is your heroes can you could still bring them back and do stuff with them within reason as long as they don't look like they're ancient so if you bring back a guy like whoever, Sting, whatever, don't put them in the senior federation because you're telling everyone they're old. Just bring mm-hmm. them back and incorporate them with the rest of the guys. But to go with your question, who could still go that's not around now? It's a good question. I mean, the guy, I would say Punk, but he's not an old guy. Um, Daniel Bryan. The guy that's not been around that could still go. That old fart, Daniel Bryan. Like, Aaron Von Raschke. I think Lawler could still go. Lawler, there you go. Yeah. Like heart attacks and stuff. You know Flair would want to be in there. Woo! He's I, just start crying. That's true. Hmm. I don't know. A lot of the guys, you know, it's starting to get to that point. A lot of the guys from the 90s are, you know, yeah. too, too old now. A few years ago, there was probably a lot of them, but I don't know. Oh, what was weirder? Vince Russo talking to the warrior by well, talking on the warrior biography as if he was working for the company while warrior was champ or Shane McMahon simply being billed as friend. It was pretty awesome. I didn't notice he was being billed as a friend. Yeah. He's got a picture here. I'll, I'll uh, share it. It's uh, you know, you know how they, they show the people and they say, you know, whatever they are tag champ or, whatever and here it just says friend that is pretty awesome friend so if you didn't know like you just like oh this is some friend of the warriors 
Also looks like Shane's going in for a kiss or something. Oh, man. Yeah. He looks like he's about to suck on a pickle if he'd catch my drift. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, dude. You know I found mean? it very odd that uh, w- uh, Vince Russo was talking about the Ultimate Warrior. I think he might have been there just a very small portion of when he was actually there. Yeah, I don't think he was there when he's champ. I think he was probably there when he came, ma- came, when he came back. back and fought Triple H. Yeah. excuse me Tyler Stevens what I must have foreseen this question and got me you know choked up would or could Jack tell a lie to save Intra's life unlike Intra who would you know try to frame me unless he could get something out of it um, I would break my lifelong ban on dishonesty to tell one lie. Oh, thank if you. It meant I could save the valuable life of honestly any member of the Headyverse, but especially the co-founder, my friend. Above all else, above, you know, yeah, we do the show together and you mm-hmm. know, we've rode the waves of audio bliss and we've interviewed the good, the bad, and the ugly. Above all that. Yeah. We are friends. And I would do anything to save this. I would give my own well, maybe not my life. But I would give I would give the skin off the tip of this pinky for insure. And I would tell one dishonesty to save this man's life. No, well, you know, two you. or three, who knows? But one you can count on me, insure. Thank you, sir. Thank you. That's weird, too. Like, someone's just got a gun and says, Hey, Jack, yeah, tell me a lie, and he lives. What if they thought you are telling the truth, then, and they just shot oh, me? Fuck. I'd be like, oh, shit. This is what, then it would be, I'd be feel bad. It's like, all these years of telling the truth, I'm a bad liar now. Or would you have to be a good liar? Because then they, would, they wouldn't know. Uh, the conundrum or something. Tyler Stevens, what's HBK's contract consummated on a bearskin rug? I don't know, maybe. <laughs> Brian Matthew Clutter. It's an interesting question. I, I saw I saw some gummy worms at the store the other day, and it got me. Oh thinking. Jesus. Is there a wrestler that could have used something like that as merchandise? You know what? I'm glad he brought this up because I've been thinking about this for a while and it ties into earlier in the show intro. This is a callback. You know, um, when I was DMing, when um, John, Jonathan Jackson here was hitting me up, spitting at my DMs. Is the, the kid. I was like, you know, yeah. Jonathan Jackson, because I like these people's full names. I was just like, hey, John, Johnny boy. Like Jonathan Jackson. I was like, you know what? Got this really grand idea. And he's like, Really, Jack? I'd like to know about this. And I was like, Oh, you would. Well, Jonathan Jackson. I know, you know, Jonathan Jackson, like myself and like everyone listening, they're big fans of wrestling. And especially when you think of wrestling, you think of one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. And that would be the boogeyman. 
And the boogeyman, if you remember this, he's really known not only for being you know tremendous in the ring and having five star classics, but he's known for eating the for the for eating uh, earthworms. He'd take the bag of the earthworms and eat them up, and then he'd pour them in the faces and the mouths of his wrestlers. Kind of like Gwentris talking about earlier about being the big Brutus Beefcake. Mark used to cut people's hair. Same idea, only with worms and and no hair involved and no uh, scissors. But. It was after the match, add insult to injury. And so Jonathan Jacks, he's like, I'm on the edge of my seat, Jack. Tell me more. I was like, well, you're in for luck because I have more. So I was like, people love that. How do you incorporate that in wrestling? He's like, I don't know, make a T-shirt? I was like, you could do that, Jonathan Jackson. But let's take it one step further. Let's say you sell gummy worms at the arenas and Jonathan Jackson. I could just tell his eyes lit up through the computer screen because, you know, we have this connection that way. I could tell. And so I was like, can you make the gummy worms? The kids are going to love them. They're like, oh, yeah, kids love gummy worms. I know, you know, they love if there's one thing kids love besides baseball cards and the spokes of their 10, their, their 10 speeds, it is gummy worms. And I was like, that's right, Jonathan Jackson. So gummy worms at the arena. I was like, think about it. He comes out, they start eating. He's like, yeah, yeah, Jack, you're on this. I was like, yeah. But let's take this step even further. Let's, let's take the steps further. He comes out on TV. When you're at home, like Intro was saying earlier, he's like, when I was a stupid little brat, and I was at the wrestling. I held up my Brutus Beefcake sign to get on TV, even though it was a house show and it wasn't recorded. But, you know, he's from West Virginia. He doesn't know this. But anyway, the point was he held up the sign in the arena hoping to get on the television. How did he get on TV when the boogeyman's out there with, with earthworms? You start eating the gummy worms. Boom. You, you put the camera and you start... Hey, here's this goofball kid. You know, he's picking his nose and eating gummy worms. Put it, he's, oh, it's on the Titan Tron. All the kids at home, all the kids at home, like, oh my God, Bob, take me. I gotta get to the wrestling, eat the gummy worms, get on the TV. It's on multiple segments because he's a big time superstar. It's like the Steve Austin was there. Jonathan Jackson's this. He's like, oh my God, I wish I was a kid again to, to live this. I don't think he can even do as an adult. He's like, oh yeah, it's a good point. So I was like, you know what though? The idea of doing multiple segments, because the kids eat the gummy worms, then they ain't got them anymore. What do you do? You can buy again. You buy a shirt, you have it once. You can't get any more. You buy the gummy worms, you eat them, you can buy more. You see? And Jonathan Jackson, oh, at this point, he's just through the roof. He's, he goes and finds babies, starts throwing them in the air. He's juggling them. It was just it was tremendous. So, then I was like the topper. I was like, after all that, then you go home and then Johnson's a judge. Oh, that, that's the one flaw, Jack. He's like, the kid goes home. He doesn't have the shirt. The shirt, yeah, you come and buy it once, but then you take it home and you show your buddies. I said, yes. But this gets someone to buy these gummy worms three times at one show. They buy them once and sit in the first hour, get on the TV, second hour, get on the TV again. Then on the way home, they're like, Bobby, I got no gummy worms. And they shut up, you little bastard. And they go and they stop and they buy the gummy worms to go home. So they have another pack. Then they eat them. 
next week on Raw. And then what are they going to go to Shop Zone and buy some more? It's it is a license to print money, and I don't mean like uh, like Barry Windham and his dad Black Jack Mulligan were printing it down their basement. I mean print real money, dollar dollars, boom. So I'm glad he asked that question because I've been thinking about that for a while, and I've uh, been wanting to tell everybody at the headquarters. Where did Incher go? Incher, get back here, boy. What's he doing? Do you think he did? You did he like that so much? He's like pleasuring himself. Let me text him. I'm gonna text Incher. Somehow I pocket texted Incher, and what did I write? Doesn't even look like something. What's going on here? Oh, I think he's trying to take your idea. He's trying to run with it. Oh shit! That's a good quest. That's a I've got to save those DMs. Velvet Del Velvet Dream didn't think about that, but I'm going to remember save those DMs. Show that I thought about this first. It's the only proof I have because I never brought it up before on the show. No, let me text didn't you? All right, I think I'm blown up now. All right, Let's get to these questions. Was HBK's contract? Oh, we did them. Who that you haven't heard of in a while would you like to see make a big comeback? It's kind of the same question he asked earlier, isn't it? Well, I guess does it be old guy? Uh, CM Punk. I like this. I know some people are against it. I'd like to see Punk come back. Um. <clears throat> Will Jason Mitten help us reach 100 questions? I don't think so. I think he was out uh, like at a Proud Boy rally or something. Ow! Dana Warrior blamed Rush Limbaugh and talk radio for the ultimate... The movie? Or probably just talk uh, For the ultimate word becoming a homophobe and racist. So who does Jack blame for turning Incher into a homophobe and racist? No, he's a good man. Intra's a good man. He doesn't believe any of this nonsense. And since Intra will deny it, wow, he foresaw that one. Uh, I remember both Google and Facebook have labeled him a racist. No, Intra's a good man. He's a good man. Brian Matthew Clutter, will Rush Limbaugh be next year's Warrior Award winner? Who knows? <sighs> Brian Matthew Clutter, what's the latest on pickle bread? Yeah, I saw this on uh, Facebook, pickle bread. Warm pickle bread. I would try it. I saw pickled de gallo today. It's like pico de gallo, only it's made with pickles. How old do you think the pit bulls that maul newborns to death still go to heaven? What the fuck? Man, is that what Gary Wolf's doing now? Times have gotten rough. Brian Matthew Clutter, favorite Bo Dump. <laughs> well, your favorite memory of Bo Dump. I honestly have no memory of Bo Dump. Do you stand against secularism with BG James? Um, Tyler Stevens, did Jack eat the booze pickles? Wow, he foresaw this. 
Yes, it's three hours ago. I think we were already on the air. Uh, <clears throat> John, well, I haven't, no. Uh, John Barker, over the weekend while on Twitch, I noticed that Impact had 86 viewers. Well, I don't feel so bad about uh, losing uh, uh, subscribers now because we have more viewers than that. Well, some girl in the hot tub had 18,336 viewers. Should Jack and Intra jump in a hot tub to boost viewership? I've tried, but Intra won't do it. He's on record. He's he's anti-hot tub. Owl, does Intra like Stephanie better now, knowing that she also measures the amount of respect she has for a person by cock size? What? She's always spoken well of you, Cornette. This is Cornette says she's always spoken well of you. And then his co said it's because I have a big cock. Huh. Weird. I think that's just wishful thinking on that Jade Room. On both parts, the good talk, good talking, and uh, the big penis. Owl, why does the WWE think that the million-dollar man who is worth millions somehow is more money than a man who is a billionaire from GameStop stock? Uh, Tyler Stevens, why does Jason Mitten always want to send you guys meat? Because he's a notorious carnivore. I don't know. I, I like gifts, so send me gifts. I'll open them here on the show. Send them to my buddy, Neil Jones, 2 Campbell Street, Sandwich Mass, 02563. I like to give out my home address on the air. I think it's smart. And uh, send me gifts, and I'll open it here on the program. Uh, what is in your head's official stance on the nationhood of Taiwan? This is why people listen to the show. Um. Aloub, is it? I was just trying to think. I don't know if I've ever had. I've had lots of Asian foods, but I, I've never had Taiwanese food. I don't think I would try it. Aloub, is it true that Incher is going to start a documentary series called Mark Side of the Ring? I like that. I think that would be a fun series to do. We just act like real, you know, marks. I like this. This is that has that has um, it's got legs to it. Tyler Stevens, who's the biggest mark in the Headyverse? We asked this a few weeks ago, I think. Intra had a good one, Specson. I think that I I mentioned Carol. If uh, if uh, rest in peace, the great um, I can't remember his name. That's terrible. Uh, Jimmy Jam. Jimmy Jam. My oh, God, Lord. <laughs> Drip a jam. Ow. Ow. Man, that's a real shame. Not only that he died, that you know, it was before he went to video. He would have had fun on here, it would have been fun to do the Jimmy Jam intro on video. But honestly, rest in peace, Jimmy Jam. We love Jimmy Jam. Very young. Shame. Uh, where the hell are we? Oh, back when Mark Wahlberg was Marky Mark, how did you used to make the party start? <sighs> Marky, you know, Mark Wahlberg's not a good guy either. People from my area know this. He ripped the, an old Asian man's eye out in Boston. Oh, man. Yeah. You can look this up. When he became a, you know, a celebrity, the, uh, they uh like uh took it off his record, I think. 
But he's not a good man. There's a lot of lot of, of uh, heat crimes in his past when he was a, a young man in Boston. Al, could Brian Nobbs fit a puppy in his butthole? Hmm. I'm, I like that. I think about this as a, a legit question, but I think it would have to be a small puppy. Not like a Great Dane puppy. There's people when I'm on my walk uh, at a local restaurant, they have Great Danes and they have all these signs, beware of dog. So I assume they're not friendly. And they always sit at the... They, 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 a lot of places around here, the businesses are out of their homes. It's a small town. So they get the, it's a two-story house and the dogs are sitting up at the top of steps and they're always just looking down at you. It, it makes me think like the omen, like they're hellhounds or something. Gives me the gives me the heebie-jeebies. All right. <clears throat> there we go. Had a good time. Big ups to Jonathan Jackson and Vic Schiavone for uh, staying here the whole night. We made it. Yeah. You know, not ever. You know, some people are, aren't. Real man like Incher here bailed on us in the end here, but still a good guy. You know, he's just kind of effeminate and, and lame, but he's a good dude. He's a good dude. But we'll see him next week here on the show. Thanks everyone for watching. Please subscribe. Please don't unsubscribe. Every every week during the live show, like oh, what the hell? I subscribe to this, but they have new content. I'm out of here. It's a very weird trend. Subscribe. Tell your friends. Share this. We gotta get the get the the, the headyverse out there. So share it on the on the YouTube. Well, you don't think you share on YouTube, but share it on uh, MySpace. That's where all the kids are. MySpace and Friendster on your Vine. All, all those all the social medias. Uh, you know, text it to your buddies. Hit the little bell icon. Get the notifications. But I am putting up a bunch of um, clips. So there's, right now there's a bunch of King Kong Bundy clips and a bunch of New Jack clips. And I'm actually working on some Gary Hart clips uh, currently. So they'll be up. So what you do is share these clips. They've actually been doing pretty well. Uh, share these out. People listen. They'll go and uh, subscribe, hopefully. Check out the other shows. That's the idea. Get a little bit of scratch, you know what I'm saying, from the monetization. And uh, things will work out. Join us here live every Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, 2 a.m. Government Standard Time. And uh, Pete, this guy is asking me, he's like, can I call in? I was like, yeah. This is just for everyone out there. Yes, you can zoom in. Anyone can zoom in. It's iwhitewrestling.zoom. He's asking, what do I talk about? Whatever you want. He's like, well, do you talk about WWE? I was like, yeah. These guys, they just kept going and going like, buddy, buddy, just zoom in. Yes, you could zoom in. And you could talk about literally anything you want. Good Lord, we just were talking about Brian Knobs' butthole and, uh, and gummy bears and all kinds of bullshit all night. So to think you can't call in and talk about WWE? Well, you know, whatever. So the point is, zoom in, talk about whatever you want. It'll be a good time. Uh, I'm getting out of breath, talking to myself here. I'm getting hot in this mask. I'm out of coffee, and I think the, the caffeine's actually starting to, to drain out of me. So I'm going to get out of here. we we'll to urinate. 
because I drank a lot of coffee. And uh, we'll be back next week, Wednesday night, without your head. Brian Boswick, it's going to be good stuff. Subscribe to that. That's enough. All right, we're out of here. Good night, folks. Thank you, Jonathan Jackson, for getting the uh, gator. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. thanks, Vic Schiavone, who also got a Slasher Man shirt for um, independent film from England. Ragdolly. Ragdolly. Rag Great shirt. Thank you. Good night. Andre the Giant. Andre was big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not small. No, no, no. Andre could drink and he could fight. Drink, drink, drink. And a fight, fight, fight. Andre was big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not small. No, no, no. Andre could drink and he could fight. Drink, drink, drink. Fight, fight, fight. Andre the Giant. Andre was big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not small. No, no, no. Andre was great. He was not bad. A great big heart and a great big man. Andre was big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was not small. No, no, no. Andre could drink and he could fight. Drink, drink, drink. Fight, fight, fight. Andre the Giant From Grenoble, France